What's up, horror fans? JT from the Horror Chronicles. We got something really cool going on tonight. We are joined online by two directors and two of the main stars of this movie called Hosts, uh, which comes out on video on demand October 2nd. Uh, please welcome Richard Oakes, Adam Leader, Neil Ward, and Samantha Loxley. How you guys doing tonight? Yeah, we good. Thank you. How are you? Hell yeah, hell yeah. Are you guys excited about the release? Yeah, nervous. <laughs> ah, you shouldn't be nervous. Shouldn't be Super nervous. I, I've watched this movie twice, and it's fantastic. Fantastic. Twice, huh? But uh, I'm going to read through a little synopsis of the film. Uh, I love the story behind it. And uh, here we go. So, on Christmas Eve, an innocent couple become host to a malicious entity. Throughout the night, they terrorize a family of five in unimaginably violent and disturbing ways. These demonic possessions mark the beginning of a worldwide supernatural takeover, and the family of five who fall victim to the first attack are the unfortunate ones to experience the start of this horrific epidemic. A dark and bloody insight on how lying to your loved ones can not only alienate them, but it can completely destroy the bonds you have them forever. You guys can't beat that. That that is just a great synopsis for a film. I mean, it's pretty ominous, isn't it? (laughs) It is very ominous, very ominous. We um we really really wanted to focus on writing a a, a family friendly you know kid <laughs> film you know yeah so we, this, we, is, this is yeah, Adam yeah. Adam's the one that wrote the whole thing originally and then wow. <laughs> obviously right. it's you know really really uh, tame yeah suitable so, yeah, for everybody <laughs> we did approach the Disney Channel with, with it, but. But that's not even a lie, is it? <laughs> it wasn't Cinderella. No, no, we did. We did. We approached, um, oh, God, I can't remember. But, it, yeah, it, Richard's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't uh, Cinderella enough for him. <laughs> I mean, nobody lost a shoe in the film, that's for sure. Yeah, Everybody yeah. kept their yeah. shoes firmly on their feet, and that is something that we can take to many graves. Yes. Yeah, for sure. So, Adam, what was the, what was the writing process like? I mean, where where did you get your inspiration for this? I mean, well, I kind of um, know, but yeah, um, sure. Well, um, Rich and I had been working together for a while before that, and we. I guess after working for, for other people for so long, which we loved doing anyway, and we, and we still do it to this day, but we kind of thought, why are we making other people's movies and why, why are we not making our own? So we were kind of in this mindset of gearing up and, and, and getting ready. And then in, I think it was 2016, 2017, we uh, wrote the screenplay together alongside Nadia, Nadia Lamine uh, from Hosts. Uh, she plays Lauren the screenplay to our first film dirge but we had to kind of put that on the back burner because it's something that requires i guess a fairly large budget um so it got to 
a point where we're like, let's write a lower budget film and let's do it all ourselves and let's prove ourselves. So it, it, it got to just this point where we were both just ready to do it. And then I kind of had this experience that kind of stemmed a whole bunch of ideas with, with me and Rich, um, an experience that similar to, to what you see in the film, I, I was sitting with my ex and she saw something at the window, like a blue orb <laughs> and she okay. tells me about it. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And so I just saw something in the corner of the window and, and you know, it's, it, it's, it scared me. So, <laughs> so I went outside to check it out and I took a knife with me cause I was quite scared and there was nothing in the garden. So, you know, I came back in and then I got on the phone to Rich and said, dude, like, this would be a really cool idea for like a movie opener or, or a scene in a film, you know, and, and we spent the whole night um, on Facebook chat or face chat or whatever, just storyboarding this, this, all these ideas and scene ideas into a film. And the next day I went away and, and wrote the screenplay and I guess, yeah, the rest kind of followed on from that. And the rest yeah. of magic, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So you said you and Richard had worked together before. Have you mm. guys done some other movies? I know he was into cinematography. So I, I've done a few films as a cinematographer. I run my own uh, music video production company since um, 2012. Okay. And um, in, was it 2015 it was, wasn't it? I did, because Adam's in, a, in an awesome metal band. <laughs> And I did their music video. I got hired to film their music video. And at first, I was like, oh, this guy's a bit of a douche. He's not talking to me. He seems a bit scary. <laughs> um, and by the end of the music video, we started talking. And I was like, yeah, OK, cool. Did their music video, rushed it out. It wasn't worth the money they paid. And then... Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome and to the music bit. <laughs> and then I started making a short film and writing a short film because I was like, I want to do something for myself and create. So I started writing this sci-fi, futuristic, dystopian, terrible short film. And um, I, was, I put a, a, a thing out on Facebook because I didn't know any actors. I did music videos and musicians make the worst actors. So, um, so I, I put a, a post out on Facebook. the look you're getting from Neil right now. <laughs> he, he didn't know me then. Uh, so I, I put a post out on Facebook to all the musicians that I work with and stuff. Like, does anyone fancy acting in my film? Because I don't know any actors. And then Adam's like, boom, in my, my thing. And it was yeah. like, can I, can I be it? And I was like, well, actually, I'm looking for a bad guy. This guy's bald and kind of scary looking. He scared me when I met him. And he's got a, like a gruff beard and stuff. I was like, yeah, this would be cool. And then yeah, he looks like a scary guy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, um, so he, he came over, and I was like, "Let's do a screen test. Let's do some lines." And he came over, and I was like, "This guy's actually pretty good for a mu for a musician for sure." Like, and I, I had some other people, other musicians audition. So all the actors in that film are musicians. It's just funny. Nice. But then the day we went to shoot, like me and Adam just drove down in the car together. And everyone else went there in their own vehicles and it was in Wales. And so it was quite a, like a six hour drive. And just in that journey, we just hit it off so well. And we've just been best friends ever since. And oh. I wanted to continue that creativity and just all love him, innit? I love you too, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. It, it, it's pretty cool to be able to do a project with this, like this with one of your best friends. I mean, it's... It's got to be a cool feeling. The, yeah. be the best thing about it is that 
we're all best friends now and that's like yeah nice. it's just awesome it's awesome. family man yeah. well and that's that's one of the things i was going to ask you guys about like how was the crew together i mean as a whole did everybody oh, get along awful. terrible we were terrible weren't we <laughs> <laughs> I miss I miss being on set. I mean, it's been a year, but I mean, I I turned up. I didn't know anyone. The only person that I knew apart from actually no, I only knew Neil before turning right. up to set. Um, and I, I was uh, kind of a bit of a last minute casting due to a couple of other things. So um, I didn't know anybody. And by the end of so the, the majority of the film was shot over two weeks. By the end of those two weeks it felt really, really strange to go back to London yeah. and yeah. firstly sleep. Uh, secondly, <laughs> we didn't get much of that, did we? Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, but secondly, just sort of not be around everyone. And I think, um, you know, every time you're on a shoot, you always try and get on with people and you try and, you're not trying to network, but you, you, you know, you're always trying to be nice to people. I think anyone in this industry is always, you know, trying to get on with everyone. Um, yeah. but this shoot above anything else has gone far beyond anything and everyone is still in touch like even you know day to day there's there's a, a silly thread on Facebook that and every now and then someone will send a stupid picture and we'll always nice. birthday and and stuff and I haven't had that from another shoot obviously other shoots have been you know you make friends and stuff but this one right. everyone is together and it's just, just really nice. It, it's, really, yeah. it's like a big family. And it, it's, yeah, yeah, it it's is. so real. There's nothing fake yeah. about it. Yeah. You know? We, we still cool. keep in contact with the caterer. Like, yeah, he's yeah. still actively involved yeah. in like, So every sharing. person, every crew member, every runner, the caterers, we're all in a Facebook group. And it, literally every day we have a chat on there or yeah. have a joke or share news yeah. about the film. And everyone's just like supportive and... We're just yeah, a big family. and Caterer has his own pie business. We all yeah, man, hosts pies. pies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome because you don't hear about that from a lot of movie sets and stuff. You know, most most people once they're done, they go their separate ways. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. too good for I you. Think, you're too good for me. Blah blah blah. I think higher know. up the food chain you go, the the more problems are caused uh, yeah. <laughs> because everyone is under so much pressure with with money and and right. budgets and algorithms and, and everything. When you when you're making it in such a uh, sort of small environment as as we did, um, everyone is so close and it, it means something. It's not just a job. Um, we're not getting paid the world to do these roles, but um, I'd rather get paid. <laughs> not much money and work with people that actually care about what they're doing than yeah. people that are just like, it's just another job. That's just awesome. Like, oh, just someone that demands a paycheck. It's like, nah, we, we, we made this with love and it's, it came from love and it came from like you say, with the guys of their friendship and then that friendship sort of spreads as a, to a sort of crew level and, and a, the host's yeah. family level. So yeah. Totally. Yeah. And I think on our set as well, like not, I mean, lots of other sets are like this, but not quite the same way that we had it. I've shot, three feature films before um, for other directors and stuff. But, and, and that was great, loved doing them, but there's, there's an element of just camaraderie that we had on, on hosts and just, it's just constant jokes, constant kind of pranks and constant just messing That's around. Cool. But, but obviously everyone, when it came time to work, worked hard and there was no kind of bunking off or any of that kind of stuff. We all were serious about yeah. what we were shooting and stuff. But around that, right. As soon as we called cut, we were just laughing at, at yeah. stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. 
You nice. know, it was it was just brilliant. Re- really chilled atmosphere, I think. <laughs> Considering the tone of the film. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little brutal. Funny, brutal funny. <laughs> Pretty much. But they were the funniest bits. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, just kind of curious, where did... So I've watched the movie twice now. Where did you guys actually film this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is that a bad question? Yeah. Ta-da! Yeah. Really? In my <laughs> house. Yeah, yeah. You're kidding me. No, it's my house. Nice. Nice. Well, we redecorated the whole place for the film. Right. Which the wife loves, by the way. Um, <laughs> well, with the original yeah. thing, like Richard thought, like I could either spend like a million pound of the budget on a set or just buy himself yeah. a house. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Two birds with one stone, then yeah. like, yeah, you know, at least was... when you're done, you can keep the house. Exactly. <laughs> Tax right <laughs> not, off. Not yeah. quite. <laughs> it was there was just this moment halfway through, like um, we came back to set and we were filming at night, so it was about sort of five in the afternoon. We came back to set. And Rich came outside, and I was like, "You're right, Rich." And he's like, "Yeah, I just, I just have to live here." <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, my of... wife came home, and it was just carnage. I mean, you've seen the amount of blood in this film, and it doesn't really give across how much there was. <laughs> I mean, if you take off the sheet on my bed, the mattress is still blood red. Like it, there's blood hidden in every corner and orifice of this house. That I'm going to say that sounds horrible, Rich. It, it's great fun. It, it's, a, it's a constant reminder, especially if this film does terrible and I just want to forget it. It's not going to happen. <laughs> well, you can't forget it now. You're stuck in the house. <laughs> I just remember, you, like, uh, at one point, uh, you thought we, we'd all cleaned out the living room, which is where the big dinner scene happens. And then yeah. someone looks at the ceiling and goes, oh, wait, there's a bit of gassy no. there. No. <laughs> yeah there's there's bits and bobs all over the all over the house that we're still discovering yeah i I love going there i mean i I go there every week and or every other week and see rich and we're working on something something else whether it's heist related or or whatever and there's always a bit of blood like behind a a curtain somewhere it feels like home going back. <laughs> see you tomorrow rich you, know? yeah. you ever sit there and watch the movie and look around and think god this was really fucking with me <laughs> it did for a little while it did for a little while because like, I, I i edited it so i was just like editing all day my head is in the computer in that that right. house and, and then, then you go turn and make around. a cup of tea and go <laughs> <laughs> I bet, I bet. But the corridor wallpaper had to come down. My wife was yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah, mind yeah. the wallpaper in the lounge, I'll allow that. But so that's yeah. still up. But the corridor, she was like, it, yeah. it's, it's, it's got to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a condition of sale with the house next time if you ever have to move, is that needs to be kept because it's the, it's the house from hosts. <laughs> it, needs to, it needs to stay, man. Imagine yeah. turned into a museum. How funny. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, there you go. I don't there know go. if you have this over there, but in, in London or, or like around the UK, um, if there's a, a site of where someone has been born, like someone famous, say like Winston Churchill or something, you get this little blue plaque um it's like a, it's like a circle and it has like the date of birth and and date their date of death, death as well because you know they're, they're normally dead by the time they get a plaque yeah oh yeah, uh, yeah so i'm just wondering if one day rich your house will have a little blue plaque on the outside you'll <laughs> so, have a host sign on the outside of the house yeah yeah it depends, <laughs> it depends how 
depends how well the reviews goes to, to how soon that platform yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> <I> devalue that. <laughs> there is actually one for Captain Kirk, you know, from uh, Star Trek. And it's like a futuristic one. And it's like 2156. And it's in like Piccadilly Circus somewhere. So I'm like... Nice. Okay, that, that was totally irrelevant. I just. <laughs> we'll see. We'll no, no, see. hey, it's all good. It's all good. I like so, I like some Captain Kirk. My, <laughs> my favorite villains was based off of a Captain Kirk mask. Oh wow! Well, apparently he likes. Oh, yeah, yes. Kirk, so there we go. Yes, yes. Yeah. So that's a that's a good question for you guys. So apparently you're into horror. What's your favorite <laughs> horror movie? Um. My mine would have well, my favorite horror movie. Please say host. Please say host. <laughs> <laughs> how how arrogant would I say? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, hosts. Yeah, but it'd be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but um, but but yeah, hosts. Um, no, sorry. So my, 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 <laughs> my favorite horror movie of all time would have to be The Exorcist. Um, oh, and definitely. Um, I, I got loads, man. But the, the first horror movie I ever saw that that turned me on to horror was the first Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, oh yeah, 1984. 1984, man. <laughs> um, it was four year. It came out four years before I was born. But wow. Yeah, wow. yeah, but I remember watching it when I was like eight years old. Me, me and my sister found it in the cabinet of VHS tapes and stuff, and it just oh, yeah. something about the name of the film yeah. that just intrigued oh. us. So we put it on and got terrified but loved it at the same time yeah. and that was it, it after that. it's a very terrifying movie especially for a child yeah yeah, yeah. especially and it's the sort of that you don't see films like that anymore because it's kind of ridiculous isn't it like uh, the first well, one's very dark then they the more they go on the more ridiculous yeah, they get. yeah they get, but they I get think a lot more 80s yeah. horrors kind of did that well um 80s yeah. in general did everything just well man. So like, good. Yeah. i've just got the um the 80s uh, remake of The Blob for my kids to watch because my kid is a real no horror buff. That is and awesome. It, me. It's amazing. And that was one of the first horrors I saw, probably the second horror I saw. And I love it. Absolutely. Even today, I put it on, I was like, is this going to be so bad now? And it, there's campy yeah. parts, but it, it's amazing. And then the second copy of it came through because <laughs> I ordered it on eBay for my kid and then it just didn't come and I cancelled it on eBay. And bought it off Amazon, and then one arrived, and then the other one arrived today. And I'm like, okay, Neil, do you I'll want the <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's funny. Uh, our episode that just dropped this morning was all about uh, must-watch Halloween movies, and that movie actually came up along um, with host. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, with host. Uh, with know, host. Yeah, we yeah. did talk about you guys a little, just a little bit. Uh, you know, we know that's the movie you need, not just out, to mention. So we've been trying not to spoil stuff for people yeah. before the movie comes out because yeah, you know we're really big about you know we get into the dirt of a movie. Um, it's just what we do. I mean, we love it. We get it with Ryan and I both. We're we're really big into the cinematography and the atmosphere of a movie, and you know. We just get into all those little aspects, you know, and with your guys's movie, uh, there's a lot of that in there. A lot well, of that's that. down. That's down to Rich because he's an absolute legend of a DOP. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Look at that! I think his head just swelled up a little. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, can't, it can't go any more. Lockdown swelled it so much. I need to not. <laughs> Hell yeah! Need to get on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Neil, I gotta ask, what's up with the mosh hat? Um, it's actually um the mosh hat. Um, believe it or not, I used to be massively into metal and hardcore when I was Fuck younger. Yeah. My, my, my dad was a drummer in uh, they were billed as the UK's number one Deep Purple tribute band. Um, okay. When I was like 15, 14, and I used to break dance. I believe it or not. Um, a professional-ish level. Um, and I always had to hide from my friends that I was into sort of rock and, and, and heavy metal and stuff. But one of my favorite bands is a, a band called Bury Your Dead, and it's, it's basically their merch. And I have okay. a vest that basically says I used to mosh on the back. And um, yeah, nice. I'm yet to get an In Search of Sun t-shirt, which is Adam's band. I'll replace that yeah. with that in due course, because <laughs> they are one, now. Yeah. Still haven't got one, man. Oh, I, I'm, on. It's like you, I, you can't meet your idols, and I, I've worked with one, so it's kind of like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got the merch, but you never wear like the, the merch of the te- of the band that you're going to see. Do you know what I mean? You don't do right, that, so. right. I do, do it that. all the time. I'm a huge yeah, mosh head. So. Yeah, I mean, do you know Bury Your Dead? The, the, uh, yeah, yeah, I have heard insane, of them. Uh, yeah. I don't know them too well, but I have heard of them. Yeah, uh, just you good know, old school hardcore, man. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm. I'm old. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I'm I'm freaking old. Uh, I grew up. I grew up on '80s thrash metal, you know. So I'm really big into Slayer and Megadeth and Anthrax. So so your your ears are ripped to shit, right? Huh? Yeah, (laughs) I can't hear a damn thing. (laughs) (laughs) But But yeah, yeah. man, that's uh, that's 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 where the that's awesome, dude. That's awesome. So I'm glad you guys are into into the metal. And all I, kind of metal Adam, heads, I yeah. know you are because I've listened to a little bit of your band stuff. Oh, <laughs> cool. what, what was the name of the band again? In Search of Sun. In Search of Sun, yeah. I, uh, I didn't realize that you were the front man of a metal band until I was reading through some of your stuff. I, I looked, looked you guys up and looked through some of your stuff. And uh, I ran across that, and I immediately went uh, went and started digging. And I was like, oh, okay, right on. And I know you've got two songs in the ending credits. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, we do have two. I keep forgetting about... Um, yeah, rhythm. Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, and actually, well, I guess this would be a perfect time to plug it. Um, we've, we've got the, uh, the music video for, for the end credits song uh, coming out. Well, I don't know nice. when this when this is coming out, but next Friday, next Friday the ninth, the ninth of okay. October, the uh, the music video drops, and you can stream it everywhere on Spotify and watch it on YouTube. And- awesome, awesome. Yeah, this this episode is actually going to go out on the eighth, so we're going to oh, give people oh, tomorrow, a little bit tomorrow, of time then, yeah. to uh, to see the movie before we spoil it for them. Mm. So we we're going to go pure spoilers today, are we? Spoiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I, I yeah, kind of want to pick it. your guys' brain on some of these scenes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm all about the scenes, you know. And and there's yeah. some stuff in there that it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe they did that, you know. As much as we've, like, we don't want to spoil a film at all, because I do think it's important to watch this film dry. Yeah, um, definitely. I, I've just been gagging to talk about some of the, the stuff. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> well, hell, let's get into it then. Let's just get into some stuff here. Uh, so, first off, you guys start this film with what is possibly the sweetest couple with Sam and Needle. Um, you know, I mean, you guys, it, you know, we get to see this loving couple interacting. Um, 
I honestly, I didn't know when when going into this movie that it was actually a Christmas movie. Uh, <laughs> but uh, was it the Santa that gave it away? <laughs> it, it really was, and I got to tell you, when I first saw that, it really screwed me up because I was like, what the hell? What? Yeah, I looked at Ryan. I'm like, where the hell did Santa come from? <laughs> That's what Frank does in his spare time. Is yeah. he does it in shopping centers? That's how he turned up on set. We money. had to go with it. He forgot his costume. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you guys start out with a sweet and loving couple you're exchanging some gifts and stuff yeah. and then you know ha having a good conversation and building that ever so important character you know it is so important in a film to build characters like yeah. that um and there's so many films that get that wrong and you guys freaking nailed it you really did. I mean, by the time you get to the point where we're going to talk about the dining room here in a little bit, by the time you get to that point... <laughs> I don't think we need to talk about that scene, do we? We're going to talk about that. Yeah, I don't think I was there. And then you guys have got a weird fascination with teeth, too, and I, w I really want to know what... Yeah, you don't know the half of it. That one, man. Very cool story behind that. But, uh, so, when you guys film this, you know, of course... You know, we're not going to go blow by blow here, but of course, you know, Sam sees the light outside the window. Now, Richard, was that actually your garden outside your window? Is no, that... that wasn't my house. Okay, that was a was different... The composer's house. That was the composer's house. <laughs> nice. God, you guys got everybody involved in this. And then the garden was the producer's garden, so they're not actually the same place. So, well, I yeah. Mean, you guys played it off pretty cool. I mean, it... it seemed to flow pretty good yeah i was quite impressed with that because i wasn't sure if it was going to work but yeah it worked so um, you know you see the the blue light and adam had touched on that earlier that it was an experience that he had had um you know you and then you send neil out there to to you know trudge through the garden with he a, had a knife uh, I'm sorry, yeah, guys. Not. We we call them a flashlight. You guys call them a torch? Is that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, flashlight. Yeah, yeah. Torch, flashlight. Okay. Long as it's flashlight. Flashlight. All right. Right on. Right on. See, I'm trying to <laughs> learn here. Um, but uh, you know, you send poor Neil out there all by himself, and I love whenever he gets into like the greenhouse area, and uh, all of a sudden I got something weird on my screen here. No, he's telling us it's that upgraded because of time. COVID. We can have longer. We can. You can. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, so he gets into the greenhouse area, and then you see something dart past in the in the background. You're the first I person can't tell to notice you how that. How many times I you tried to person. slow the movie down? I'm like, what the hell did I just see? Now, now, <laughs> we, we can't now, tell him what it is. Now that you've now that you Rich just said you're the first person to notice that, and you are. Now that you've said it, we could probably tell you what, what it yeah. is. I, I as, a, as a reward, as a bonus. I, do you okay. think that's kind of too early now to, to explain that? Or, like, will it ruin it? I guess. Well, Maybe I don't know. Maybe really it's cut out. I don't know. It's, it's a funny story of what that actually is, like, in what, filming oh, terms. Okay. Can you that's have a I guess? Mean. Yeah, I mean, I mean if, if we need to edit it out, I can, I'm sure I can cut it out. <laughs> or was it? But that's awesome, yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll send you the B the B roll. Don't worry. No, yeah, no, no. Slow no. Down, <laughs> I, slow I think motion. I'm good. I think I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got the sound guy naked in the house, and that shot. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, 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 
<laughs> the team shot that, that never made the uh, the cut of the film. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, what did you ask him to do, Adam? And he was I, like, I, "What?" I so asked, he's standing there naked in the corner at this point. So I asked. So Wayne Wayne Ray, his name is um, <laughs> the guy that the guy that did the sound on the uh, on the film. I asked him to to get naked or topless, and I don't know whether he did it or not, but in his just in his underwear, in his briefs, mm -hmm. and stand in the corner of the room as Neil comes back in from uh, you know, checking out the garden after they see the lights. And the camera just sort of pans uh, past the room, like following Neil. And as it does that, it just reveals Wayne naked in the corner, like um, striking a pose as if he's cradling a baby. And then there was another pose we got him to do where he's just got his arm like straight up in the air, like okay. pointing at the All ceiling. Right. And you could see his face, like it was so, he felt so awkward. <laughs> and he, he loves it though. Oh, he loves it. Bless him. Oh, it was great, it was great. But yeah, it never made, it never made the uh, final, <laughs> final cut. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like a blast, though. <laughs> oh, wait, it is. Can you, can you stand in the corner naked and cradle an imaginary baby, please? I'm not but uh, you know, I don't know. I might do it. <laughs> you know, hey. How many members of the cast did we convince to get naked in this film? <laughs> uh, all of them. All the crew, I mean. Because <laughs> Shawnee uh, got did it later on as well. Didn't yes, he? he did. So I think it was it was three. It was three, wasn't it? And <laughs> yeah. it was a small crew, so almost all of them. That's a good percentage. Yeah, it's yeah. a good return. That's 80% of the crew. <laughs> yeah. You guys should have put that in the contra contract. At some point, you're <laughs> yeah. going to have to get naked. You're going to get naked. It's in there, it's like, just really small. It's like, you know, it's like the see-through. It's like, these will be your clothes. Yeah. <laughs> it's in that ink that disappears when you, like sunlight touches it. Like. Well, we were halfway through Weinstein's autobiography and we're like, this fucking stuff, man. Like, do you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, Rich. Don't edit that out. <laughs> That's damn good, there, sir. <laughs> I think we all deserve a drink after that. Cheers. Yeah. Ah. Uh, hell yeah. So, uh, you know, I don't want to get too into nitty gritty because, like I said, I don't want to spoil this movie for a lot of people. But there are certain scenes that, you know, really stuck out to me. Uh, you know, of course, the, you know, one of the next things you see is the mom in the kitchen cooking dinner, you know, and the father and the son sitting on the couch, you know, talking back and forth. And what was interesting to me about that was the newscast. When the when the lady on the news starts talking about some electrical anomaly or something, uh, then it really starts making you think, okay, what is going on here? Because at this point, as a viewer, you really don't know what's going on. You're being led down a, a, a darkened path, you know. And uh, you're just trying to figure it out, and now you've got this newscaster talking about, you know, some electrical anomaly or whatever, um, which, uh, you know, which was pretty cool, you know. And then you've got Lauren in the bedroom with Ben, and they're, you know, they're talking back and forth, and <laughs> I just got to bring this up. 
Lauren gets a call from her boyfriend, and that, that? that's you on the phone. <laughs> Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like Neil mentioned a minute ago, you know, we had we had a small crew, <laughs> <laughs> small cast. Like, <laughs> small cast yeah. I think you've missed another Me thing about the same which, person. which is very throwaway. Do what? The Adams in the film as another person. And there's an advert after the news oh my God. where Adam is advertising that. handbags. You're kidding me. Troller. <laughs> it's a trailer from our YouTube channel, which we, we run a comedy YouTube channel, and it's a trailer about a handbag with an extraordinarily long handle called Trollop. Trollop. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that advert is on the TV after the news. So Marketed by a very, very, very camp um model and i tread lightly when i say model called graham dare to uh, handsome yeah. and if you watch the channel you you'll see that graham has a a, a lovely boss called hyman <laughs> he didn't make the movie richard oaks <laughs> He didn't make the movie because he looks like a bucket. We'll, <laughs> we'll send you these links, bro. You'll, you'll get these and you'll get some I can't believe the Trollope so. that stayed in there. Yeah. Right, the farm needs I, to I, get I, I always thought it was something I tell you, getting all this info, I'm going to go back and watch the film again. And, yeah. <laughs> we need to send you these links so you'll get it oh, alongside the film. We've got to send many Easter eggs. Yeah, yeah sorry. Loads. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So uh, the so after the phone call with you, well, actually, while she's on the phone with you, is when she's standing by the window and she notices something duck into the bushes. Wow! Hey. Hey. You're good. Uh, see, I, You're I, I pay attention. Brownie points to these things because um, I'm always looking for the creep factor in a movie, and that really, to me, pushes up that creepiness. Nice. You know, it's like, okay, who the hell is in the bush out there? Yeah. Did you, do you know who, did you manage to work out who it was after you've watched the whole film? No. Okay, <laughs> worth a third watch then. Okay. I, so I think it's pretty hard to tell. I think it's pretty hard to tell. It's great that you noticed that because, I mean, I'd, I'd seen it and I'd seen something move but i watched it on a laptop the first time i saw it yeah. right. and watching it on a screen like a, a proper screen right really yeah. makes so much difference and it's not it's nothing to do with brightness or anything it's just because it's kind of subtle and it's i think it's the kind of thing where if you're in a cinema and say if you go with a couple of friends obviously not now because of social distancing but say yes, once upon yeah. time when you went to the cinema with friends like two or three of you might see it and two of three of you might not. And you'd be like, did you see that? They'd be like, what? Mm. And that kind of makes what it even that? scarier because it's like, you don't know what's going on. Oh, but I saw it. Oh, but I didn't. Hang on. Did I see the wrong yeah, thing? There are a lot of, you know, there are like, a lot of things that, um, like that definitely need, need a second watch. You know, and that's what's cool about, about this film is, is there's a lot of creepiness in it, but it, it doesn't, you know, like a lot of films, they just basically revolve around jump scares. Yeah. And you guys did not do that. Yeah. You, you let the film tell its own story and be creepy on its own. Yeah. That's, and um, it's very unnerving. That's, we, that's um, go on, yeah, go on. Sorry, sorry, carry on. No, no, I was going to say that, like, Rich and I are, are, are huge on not doing what every other film does. Like, we're, we're not into jump scares at all. We're into 
building tension and right and you guys did a great job at it too oh thanks man there's a technique that we kind of uh took on board which is kind of the the uh, antithesis of a jump scare and that's kind Mm. of what we wanted to do and it's more i guess down the like the route tarantino likes to do which is to reveal the threat and then ignore it for a long time right then there's the payoff because and it's like the opposite of a jump scare that you know what's coming for a long, long time rather than just bath and jump. Because the problem with the jump scare is you get a quick uh, reaction and then it's like, yeah. then you're over it. But when you've yeah. got 10 minutes of dread, I think that's a lot more powerful. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's very uh, Hitchcockian uh, mm-hmm. is the best way to put that. I mean, Hitchcock was a master at that. And you guys did a very good job in this yeah. film of building that tension and keeping people on the edge of their seat. Mm, so thank you. Thank you. Taking oh, yeah. ecstasy rather Absolutely. than crack, really. <laughs> 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 ecstasy lasts a lot longer throughout the whole night, but um, right. But you get a bigger bang with the. Oh no! no, no. <laughs> I think you see enough crack in that first scene with that. <laughs> <laughs> if you pause it, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> Actually, I didn't. I didn't even know that was him. So you know, I, there, there's no crack there. There's no uh, now. I mean, there's different kinds of Easter eggs, but those are some. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so one of the big things that came up when we were watching this film was was after uh, Neil or Jack and Sam Lucy uh, get to the neighbor's house uh, when when they open the door to let you guys in. There's like no dialogue whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it was funny because Ryan, my co-host, who's usually with me, he was like, what the fuck? They're not... Haven't these people figured out there's something wrong with them? I'm mm-hmm. like, well, they just got there, you know? And yeah. The, the, the Hendersons in themselves are all sort of way too preoccupied with their own nonsense their to, own. To, to even notice that yeah. there's two people with yeah. something different about them. But, They're all their own demons and yeah. stuff that they're dealing they, with they, the they do notice and they do say you know there's a line talking about it and saying you know it, what are they are they right they seem weird and it's like yeah. well you know i mean a little bit of a spoiler but it's it kind of revealed ever so slightly in, in dialogue that um jack lost his father and that we assume there's a problem why he can't see his mother which is why they're going to their neighbor's house for for christmas yeah. not not to their own families um and so he's like, well, you know, this is hard for them. Kind of, it's a bit, must be weird going to invade someone else's f- family, even though they've been invited for Christmas. That's got to be awkward for them. Do you know what I mean? Right. Even though they yeah. kind of have done it a couple of times. So it's a hard time of year because it reminds you of family. It reminds you of what you've lost, what you don't have. And so there's, there's a bit of dialogue talking about that, which kind of is, I don't know if it really, I don't know. It's up to the audience to decide whether that's enough to kind of explain yeah. why they're off. what's going on, yeah. Um, or whether it's not, but the family in the film believes it. So that's yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah for Everybody's sure. got that kind of mum who, like, if you, say, even as a grown-up, if you invite your friend round, your mum will answer the door and go, hey, come in, do you want a cup of tea? Here, have this, have this. Oh, you must be cold, let me take your coat. Mm. Oh, are you cold? Oh, let me take your shoes. Oh, there you go. Oh, bye, are you off then? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And they sort of, they don't get a word in edgeways and they're, they're sort of, they're trying to be nice. They're also trying to cook dinner and 
and, and it's sort of that time of year where, especially when it's cold, you yeah. just want oh, yeah. people in and you sort of, even if something's a bit off, mm. you, you're still too polite to say anything. Right, right. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Also, Sam, like yeah. at the start, we, we, we actually mentioned, we actually talk about the previous year, don't we? We sort of say, I remember that time when I like mm -hmm. spewed up that pudding. It's kind of like, it's already quite awkward for us from last year. And that's yeah. already a thing that we might be going, oh, they might be thinking, oh. Yeah. Uh. And it's something that we do every year. Yeah, but then they, they always be like, oh, they don't, I yeah. don't know if they quite like coming around at Christmas, but we invite them anyway. That's the thing, though, if you've right. got neighbours that you're friends with, and if they come off and they act like that, you're really going to go, what's wrong with you? <coughs> like, do you know what I mean? Exactly. You kind of, yeah. you might not want to offend them by kind of saying... Right, right. You know, I just don't like, do like, my... Uh, not me, I offend everybody. I'd be like, oh. <laughs> I think Americans are kind of a bit more... <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I think it's it's probably kind of maybe a British thing as well. Yeah. Oh, right on, right on. Let's just not talk we hate about you. Come anything. Round. <laughs> Let's yeah. just sit down and We're... have some gravy. We're so yeah. scared of offending people by asking them what's wrong yeah. in the UK. So I think... I think... Okay. I think British people would understand that kind of mannerism more than maybe the Americans that are, are, are happy to kind of be more yeah. into your personal business type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong on that. I don't know if I'm, but I, I've heard that before. Yeah. Cause you know, we're American. We, you know, we're rude. We'd be like, smile or get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's my God. Give them right. Neil, you know, you've been to Texas. Oh mate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Texas was scary at some points, like when you go to ask yeah, if, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You keep thrown out of people's houses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, the, the, the one thing about Texas when you go into a shop and ask if you do you sell fags, which in England is a packet of cigarettes, but. Don't say that in Texas, bro. Like, yeah, it's, you get the funniest look in the world. <laughs> the worst one I had is in, in um, when I was in college. There was, um, I think it was from somewhere like that, Texas. It was, it was kind the of southern, um, and. In 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 the UK, if you bum something, it's to to borrow or to steal something. It's kind of, and, and so I said, went up to him and said, "Hey, mate, can I bum a fag?" Right. <laughs> and he just looked at me with like this terrified look. We don't do that. <laughs> you round. He thought you were looking for something completely different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. you're looking for a good time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you go that way. <laughs> I'm free after six. Yeah. I don't get off till seven thirty. There's a yeah. There's a bathroom down the street that's got a yeah. <laughs> George Michael's there. <laughs> Was. Hell yeah. <gasps> so, I mean, how uh, you guys come to the States very often? I've never been. Never oh, been. you've never been? Still want to go. I, I went we, were, I we were hoping to go. I went when I was eight, <clears throat> and I remember being laughed at by an American because I thought a palm tree was a banana tree. Well, uh, no, that's because I remember from that trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, went, uh, I went when I was uh, about 13, uh, and then I went a couple of years ago, both times to Dallas. Uh, it's yeah. kind of I've been in, in the US, uh, and it was to to see my my friend that had been at primary school with me. Uh, so I guess that's I guess is that grade school. Um, oh, I guess yeah. you call it. Uh, and it was yeah. So once was to reunite with her after a couple of years um, having not seen her at school. The next was to go back for her wedding, and it had been thirteen years in between. Wow! And like the first time I went, I just remember going to uh, some sort of supermarket and seeing an entire aisle devoted to chocolate bars. Yeah. And oh, I brought, no. like, I, I brought, I had to 
buy a, a box and send it home because like <laughs> I just couldn't. And then the next time I went, I realized how really, really like arty and nice Dallas is as a city. But you know, yeah. tell you where I really want to go. Um, wearing the shirt that you're wearing, man, you might appreciate this. I want to go to Texas and visit Diamond Vinny's graves. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Aww. Love to do that, man. Yeah, I have actually not got to do that myself, but uh, that's one thing I've wanted to do because we're not too far from Texas. I mean, we're about yeah, 10, 11 hours somewhere around right. there. That's <laughs> uh, like we, the we could go to Scotland and back in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're in mid-Missouri. Uh, I actually I live in a small town called Rolla. Um, I am about an hour west of St. Louis. Okay. okay. So, you know, but, I, I mean, we're all, we're all nodding, but nobody knows where the hell you're talking about. We're all just no, being, exactly, oh, exactly. <laughs> That's why you say St. Louis, and everybody knows St. Louis. Um, I actually grew up in St. Louis um, and moved down here years ago with my wife. And, okay. Uh, yeah. Have never looked back. I, I don't want to go back to that hell hole. <laughs> nah, I can't say it. it's not that bad, but you know, I kind of like the country life. Now I live out in the middle of nowhere, you know, and, mm. and I like it out. Yeah, here. I think That's once cool. you once you get used to fields and trees and and you know pets, it's quite hard to go and back. Less people, to yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when when you're in the city, it's all nothing but concrete jungle, you know, yeah. and yeah, it gets old but... after a while, you know. But anyway, we have spurred way off the topic. What, yeah, you know, this, this is great. Let's get back to some kind of film, guys. What are we talking right. about? Hots or something? Uh, I love talking uh, just all kinds of stuff with people. But, uh, but yeah, so one of the cool things that I love what you guys did with the eyes, uh, with Lucy's eyes and Neil's eyes, uh, well, Jack's eyes. Uh, I love how you guys did that. Um, you know, was it some sort of contact, or did you do that with lighting? Uh, <laughs> we we just get so head. worked up. Richard's head is just getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to get your own bigger and bigger. Well, I'm getting ready to go right up his alley too. <laughs> we <laughs> we don't tip calendar that round yeah. here. <laughs> don't, don't go fag. Just... Hey, that'll go with the conversation we were talking a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> No, they were all visual effects, so it's all post work. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, Rich, did you do all the effects on the movie, or did you guys actually hire somebody to do effects for you? No, that was me. Oh, that was all <laughs> you. You did. So, so you did all the practical stuff too. No, uh, no, we had a visual uh, a effects. Practical effects. Kate makeup. Griffiths. Kate Griffiths. So she okay. did that. She worked but, on Wolverine and um, things like that. Um, nice. Yeah, she's, she's incredible. Yeah, she yeah. was great. Oh, yeah. So, so the dinner scene was ninety nine point nine percent her. I just added a bit of finesse. I don't really want to say that because it's better when you say it's all practical. But a bit more blood on the wall. A little bit of blood. A <laughs> little bit of thing here. A little bit of thing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So yeah. But the the, the actual. Um, post visual effects I did so like the tunnel nice. at the beginning the eyes and some right right the key lot, bits lots of visual I think there's about 200 visual effects shots in the film which you'd never know but That's most cool. of it was removal of stuff that shouldn't be there <laughs> right right <laughs> so you I don't know, know. 
Yeah, but we can't let the people see that. You know? No, <laughs> no. Um, I mean, it blends in really well, doesn't it? With, with, I mean, if you didn't notice that, too when much. you've got a light gaffered to the wall behind the characters, it kind of doesn't, kind of kills the mood. So <laughs> <laughs> we've got to get rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> that plus the antlers. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and of course, we got to talk about that magical scene at the dinner table. Um, Let's do that. It was talking about. I've forgotten what scene is that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, is, what is Christmas without a little casual bludgeoning? Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. I am going to tell you that that scene caught me totally off guard. Good. Uh, in which I'm sure that's what you intended for your audience. Um, we knew going into that scene that something was going to happen. But we didn't know to the severity that it was going to happen. Yeah. Oh, that's um, really nice to hear. Can that's I actually point. ask, yeah. like, did when, you whenever, notice in the scene before? Because um, in the scene before, without... Maybe that might be a spoiler. Okay, then yeah. I won't say yeah. anything yeah. at yeah. all. Are I didn't doing, say talking anything. about the scene before with the television and the shop? Is that what... Yeah, there, there's yeah. something there, but I won't mention it because apparently right, it's a spoiler. Right, right, right. Um, we're not doing spoilers. Sorry. I, what? Sorry. Are we? Are we doing? Are we just going? Are we doing it, or are we not? Well, I am going to wait until after the movie comes out to release this. That is entirely up to you guys. If you want to put some yes, spoilers in there, I mean, we can put spoilers in. Just if you can put massive like spoiler warnings on on the. I'll do it. I'll do it. The, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay. sorry, sorry if I um, caused that. No, I'm, I mean... just, I'm just paranoid. But, <laughs> yeah. but, we don't yeah. want to take the way the list is. Oh. Go, oh, I don't want to listen to it yet because of that. But we want everyone to... There's already reviews out there with massive spoilers in. Some yeah. people just... Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, out. Yeah. Let's, okay. let's tell us. Let's give you everything we can, man. You're cool, man. We love, we're yeah. having fun with this. I'll carry so, on. Yeah. So, Go spoil then. away. I'm going to wait about a week after the okay. film comes out. Well, yeah. So, uh, there was... Um, there's the scene before... Everyone goes into dinner, and it's um, uh, Jack. It's, it's Michael, isn't it? Jack and Michael go into the garage, and um, Lucy comes in after them, sort of uninvited. She's sort of tagging along again, right. not really speaking, but everyone's too polite to tell her to go away. <laughs> so um, they're in there, and as they turn to leave, um, do you well, notice? Yeah, I wondered if you noticed anything like because obviously lucy's standing there she's a bit she's a bit of a third wheel because those two are having a nice reminiscent sort of conversation about the television and everything oh, obviously like jack's a bit dead. unresponsive and then as they leave lucy takes something with her but i don't know if it's i mean i can see it because I, obviously i, I, I honestly i don't know that i caught that i do remember her going in and fondling the gun <laughs> the shotgun <laughs> Um, and yeah, that, that's uh, cool. I, I and that was a really cool scene. The way the way you guys filmed that with her kind of looking over her shoulder at them, you know, while they're having their conversation. Sort of like that was the other thing that was really interesting. That that once they got to the house, it was like it was almost like they didn't know how to do certain things. Like yeah. in the kitchen, when the mom asked asked you to cut the cut the onion you actually <laughs> reach over and you grab the knife by the blade yeah and start just willy-nilly trying to yeah. cut up the onion so that wasn't away. that wasn't actually direct we we told them to act like they're discovering the world for the first time and, and that's exactly what i got from it 
But yeah. when we, were, we were, me and Adam, I remember this exactly. vividly. Me and Adam were watching the monitor in another room and watching it. And when she just did that, we, at first we were like, oh my gosh, she's going to cut herself. Like, what's she doing? But then we obviously realizing she's safe and she's doing it fine. We started laughing at like how amazing that looked that she just yeah, grabbed yeah. it by the blade. And yeah. We were like, that's amazing. Like that wasn't direct, that was all Sam. That was brilliant. But from that direction, from <laughs> the guys saying about like these, these things have taken and have taken over um, the, the, the Jack and Lucy characters that you meet at the start, that are these, these, these wonderful, lovely people that wouldn't say boo to a goose and they're just so like lovely <laughs> and, and involved in, 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 in the niceness of themselves is that so many things there like the, the chopping of the onions like being taken over by something when you can't quite work out what to do like an ikea we have ikea over here which is right. you build your own furniture from flat packs and no one has a flipping clue how to put that shit up <laughs> right. and you, you get it and it's perfectly in english even though it's a swedish company yeah. but you, you follow it and you go what the hell am i doing with my life trying to put this wardrobe up yeah. well that and they it's, give you the shittiest tool imagine oh, the yeah, shit, yeah. yeah the smallest yeah. allen key that doesn't yeah. fit anything yeah. in the box yeah. but it does fit your key box outside your house but great thanks <laughs> but yeah we we the, the the chopping of the onions, the the, the holding of things, the uh, like the shotgun for me in the, in the in the garage is there's, there's abnormal movements because yeah. we, we were told right. that we're not used to this body, and like the the kind of voice in certain parts and, yeah. and the eyes is all this yeah new stuff. Well, and like like when Lucy's talking to talking exactly. to the mom, uh, Carrie. Yeah. Was that her name? Cassie. Cassie I'm sorry, Cassie. Cassie yeah. Um, when Lucy's talking to Cassie, and Cassie's like, "How are you?" And then, Lucy's "Oh God, like, how are you? How are you?" You yeah. know, and, and you just you? knew you? that there's something yeah. wrong there. And that's, I think, yeah. that again, it plays into what what you were saying about when um, Michael lets them into the house and they don't say anything, but they're like, "Hi, come on you in." Yeah, yeah. And then it's kind of like. Cassie's like, hi, how are you? And she does, she does clock it, but she's also busy and too polite to say anything. Yeah, but so she yeah. starts looking at like how bizarrely you're cutting the onions. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's yeah. kind of, it's almost being too polite to say anything bad. But yeah, it's a yeah. British thing, isn't it? It is. A, I do think it's a British thing. Yeah. Where, like it people is, wouldn't say anything. They're if just, someone turned up to my house, weird, like walked what into the house doing? without saying anything. I'm going to say from the look on Adam's face, he looks a little worried right now. What were you going to say? I'm worried. No, <laughs> He's like, oh no, my God, not, they're spoiling the movie. <laughs> no, not well, no, I was just going to say that, yes, it is a very British thing, but also it doesn't go unnoticed. It's just more the whole, and I think Rich picked up on it before, like you kind of wouldn't say that, like especially on Christmas, or not Christmas night, Christmas Eve, and then you know right. these guys are coming round, and you kind of just want to be as welcoming and, and mm. whatever is possible to them. But there is a moment where the, you know, Cassie. Hey. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. My co-host Ryan just walked in. Yeah. Where the bloody hell have you been, Ryan? We've been here for what's flipping up, three up? hours. Okay, microphone is on now. This one? Yeah. What's All up, right. guys? Hey, everybody. Hey, buddy. You've arrived just in time for dinner. Oh, man, I'm telling you, I felt bad. I, I, I've freaking been working my butt off, and I'm like, I told JT, I'm going to get back at 6.20. <laughs> I got back at 6.20. I'm like, I got to be there in 15 minutes. Are you guys still going? I'm like, yeah, we're still going. We're still going. We've been talking about all kinds of stuff. Awesome, awesome. We so, just uh, got to the onions. Yeah, we, we were just having the conversation about them walking into the house. and the Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where she grabs the knife by the blade and is like 
slicing. Slice on the. I told the that, I told JT, I told JT I was like, you can tell definitely just by looking at her hand the way she was holding it. I'm like, yeah, something's going on here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> something's not right. Yeah, I love the movie, guys. Just I know I'm jumping in the middle of the. Thank you, thank you, man. Really glad you enjoyed it. This is Neil, Rich, hey man, Adam, and Sam. Hi. This is Ryan. Yeah, I'm nobody. Don't worry. Yeah, he's he's everybody. So are we. We're all hey, we're all awesome in our own minds. That's all that matters. Yeah, hell yeah. But yeah, I I love the movie, guys. I thought it was pretty. One of my favorite parts was the scene in the kitchen just before you smashed a lady in the head with the hammer. Yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, by, by the way, just to let you know, we, 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 we've said that there's spoilers we now. We've stepped all over it already. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, sorry. I probably shouldn't cuss the New Year, huh? Yeah, that's fine. I've been cussing them the whole night. Okay, sorry guys. Don't worry, she got better, everyone. Don't worry. Yes, uh, we can edit that out if you need. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But no, that was my uh, favorite part because I was like watching just um, the buildup from you sitting there and then you just slowly start rocking. I'm yeah. like, oh, something's going to happen soon. <laughs> and then that, that was a perfect buildup. And I was like, yes. Yeah, I, love, I, love I kept well, saying, yeah. I kept saying, I was like, hammer to the face, hammer to the face. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love that people are funny. That's game. what I was saying earlier is, is, is that part totally threw us off because we expected her to hit somebody with the hammer, but we didn't expect the severity <laughs> that came out of that. Yes. And this that, is what we were saying earlier is like the, we didn't want the jump scare of it coming as a surprise because you're not getting the tension there. You just have a 10 minute boring conversation. Um, but showing the hammer at the beginning kind of created that. So you know it's coming, you know it's coming, you know it's coming. Yeah. It's just when. And then we wanted the <laughs> – when we wrote <laughs> – it's so funny. When we wrote the hammer scene, we were like, this is going to be super brutal. It's going to be the most iconic part of the film. We knew that from get-go of writing that scene. And then we were like – so we, we bludgeoned her to death. And I remember saying to the makeup artist, um, the SFX artist, I was like, she was like, so how do you want the head? Do you want like a hole in it? Like, do you want kind of just like it caved open with some blood? I just went, how flat can you get it? And she was like, <laughs> yes. she was like flat. Yes. And I was like, yeah, flat. And she went, what, what do you mean by flat? I said, think of a pancake and make it flatter than that. I, it needs to be flat. <laughs> and and she just, she was like, I don't understand. And then we finally, I just kept saying flat, just make it flat. That's all I care about is that it's flat. <laughs> and, and, and she sent me this photo after she'd done some work and, it came through my inbox and just this photo came up my phone and it was very similar to, and it's very short in the film, that close up with the eyes and the teeth. Oh, and, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and I nearly threw up just from seeing this picture she sent me and I went, that's the one. That, that, that's, I'm happy. <laughs> I like how Sam's covering her eyes and she's the one that did it. You did it. It's an amazing scene. And I love like the aftermath of that. Yes. Like, when, when you pull her away from the table. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. oh. By the slipper. That I, was, yes. I, I, I love that moment. I was like oh. to the lads, like that scene is like so flipping iconic, man. Like what, what Adam had written and what uh, Rich and Adam had come up with. I was like, dude, I leave the flipping room, man. Like, but then, <laughs> and then, then I got that little like... token bit of just dragging that. No, but you, you came up with the... So good. You helped us come up with the, the nastiest bit oh, of that, yeah, which was true. what I was getting to. I tend to go on yeah. tangents. Sorry, guys. Um, but I'm So when we were writing that film, we knew we wanted it vicious. We knew we wanted that flathead, that just annihilation and blood over the rest of the family. So Cassie is in every scene of this film, on every surface of this film. 
<laughs> Literally. But, but we were like, how can we make this worse? We need, this needs to be worse, guys. And uh, I can't remember whether it was me or Adam. I, I, I always muddle up who came up with what ideas because we're kind of one mind. We work so well I together find. with that. And then we were like, what if she's got cancer? That would be good. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> we just started like, laughing. Even and then, if he's, like, she'd gone through the worst years of her life, yeah, struggling with like, a battle with cancer, and, and then, then she's finally got a glimmer of hope to yeah. tell on Christmas Eve to her whole family that's together. Well, this is it. Well, Neil the, just chirped up. Because Neil was on in from the start, get-go. He was cast before we even wrote the film, because we love Neil. And Neil just chirped up from the back of the room, and he goes, what if she's in remission? And we're like, that's even worse. Yes. Like, <laughs> I mean, she goes, that's going to be it. That's going to be it. We're like, dude. Well, the, the, the whole point of that was like the way that these guys have told me about that scene. And I'm just, I was sat literally behind where I am now while Adam and Rich were sort of chatting away and doing director and stuff because I'm like an actor and I just do shit. It's not me on screen. And I they were just I'm an so actor. Do shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm illiterate, man. I'm dyslexic. I do all. I'm, I'm, I'm terrible, but I can I can pretend to be something I'm not. But these guys do all the the work and the and the groundwork, and they were just talking. And I'm just listening, going, yeah, 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 this is cool. And then they're like, yeah, how can we make that even worse? And I'm just thinking, this poor woman has, has gone through hell, and I I know people that have been through that hell, like in mm -hmm. real life. I'm sure we all know people yeah. that is the worst i can't imagine anything worse than mm. being told that going through that and doing whatever right, uh, right. and these guys are, are talking about this scene and that and i think oh, this poor woman's gone through everything and the one little tiny bit of glimmer of hope she has is to tell her whole family all together at christmas eve and some friends that they care about daily over the road <laughs> to invite over and tell them this this like emotional story of like her hardship to then go all oh, them are so emotional going oh oh my God, like, oh, this is terrible. Like, mom, we've been there for you and everything. And then to suddenly go, but it's fine, family. I've got so much more life to go. I can live the rest of my life in like with you and, and have so many more years of happy, bah! <laughs> happy, bah, 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 smash it. Yeah, yeah. And the funny, awesome. thing is, the funny thing is when we shot that scene, like the rest of the cast didn't know kind of our dark humor. And it is, there's a lot of dark humor in the film and lots, yeah. lots of people might get that, lots of people might not, but... Every time, right, when we finished that scene, me and Adam were watching the rushes and all the cast and crew around, and we're just dying with laughter. We're just <laughs> pissing ourselves at this brutality. And, and the cast are looking at us like, and one of them came up and said, what's wrong with you? Like, this is horrible. And we're like, and do, you not, do you not find it funny? This is meant to be funny? Yeah, welcome like, to our life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you guys laugh at that point? Like, Dude, I, here's what happened. We were sitting there. Literally, here's what was going on. I was watching her build up. She was sitting there, rocking back and forth. I'm like, she started rocking. I was like, I hit JT. I'm like, JT, hammer to the face. <laughs> I yelled. I yelled at the screen. I was like, hammer to the face. And it was, she was waiting and waiting. And all of a sudden, when I was like, yes, <laughs> I jumped up, dying. I was like, perfect. So it was funny. Sam was talking earlier about how you were watching it on a laptop or whatever, and you were like, you know, sometimes you miss parts. Well, we have the beauty in our studio. I've got a projector set up, so we just brought right. a computer over and plugged it in the projector, and we watched this on a hundred inch screen. So it was Ooh. like being at a theater watching this. Yes, yeah, so we caught nice. all those little pieces you know yeah dude that's awesome man that's really so cool. it worked out really cool yeah it's, every I, time my nostrils flared when I was <laughs> yeah we've seen everything we, we saw it all 
See, and that was, was cool part off. too. And then like when when she Wait hit, till I tell you about the garden. When she, when she, oh, you, missed oh, yeah. oh, you have got some nuggets to look for. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. See, that's, that's the cool thing awesome. about what we do too, is that we watch them, we get our initial reactions and then we go back and we watch them again and uh, check out everything, the whole surroundings. Try and pick out, try those to pick out everything. And, and look how they put that in that location and how well, he, you found. know, I, I think I grow with this from Cause like, uh, you know, when you, when you're in one role or doing one thing, sometimes you, you don't get to see anything else being made, but also you, you kind of can't focus on that because you're yes, already doing right, your own right, thing. Right. So sometimes like you're like, Oh, that's how the story ends. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> they see it all put together. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I did write my own ending, which involves the horse, uh, but apparently but it never got made. Apparently that <laughs> <laughs> even though it is in my official script and I did submit it to Denied. Adam, Denied. Uh, but apparently because it was in pencil it doesn't count <laughs> it, it rubs out easy with like <laughs> mind you mind you the Done it in blood. frank jakeman drew in your thing was in pencil yeah bloody hell man there, like so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i got penises all over my script so here's it yeah. so every film i do i always like to take a hard copy of the script and i get as many people on the set as i possibly can from crew to runners to cast to directors because everyone's a, a fucking team on a film man i don't believe oh, yeah. in this hierarchy of filmmaking it's everyone's is just as key whether you're yeah. making tea or whether you're star of the show yeah everyone's everyone's involved so i go around and get the the signatures off everybody and i save them and i give them to my mum. nice so awesome that's the, that's the thing for me man it's like i, I wouldn't be here doing that shit without what my mom and dad have done for me so i always sign that stuff and i had my script everywhere in a nice leather binded stuff and i learned my my yeah, four lines from the film in uh, in, in, in beforehand. Four <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and, uh, well, the first half is a lot, but the, yeah, the next half is hardly anything. But and I have that there, and then literally I come to it one day, and there's just loads of penises drawn in every other page or vaginas. There was a really detailed vagina. There was a really detailed with a great glitterus on it. It was. Now you guys are fitting perfect on the podcast. What, was it a good? Yeah. Well, I mean, at least make it like decent. Yeah, but it, it, that was that was Frank, the the the, the father. That was that was him. I, I've worked with him before, and we, he was the biggest oh child on set. He's the biggest him. child, like what you call a horse with two legs. Yeah. Yeah. See, this was perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, he didn't know me that well, but at one one point, um, Neil and I were standing behind a door, and and Frank was in front of us. And like, he, Neil, you'd worked with him before. Yeah, on another horror actually, which is still to come out. Yeah. 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 So like, you guys kind of knew each other, and also like, it's kind of like lads' humour and stuff. And then he turned around to me, look at me, like right before when they say, like, camera rolling, sound rolling, right before they call action, he just turned around and looked at me, farted so bad. <laughs> nice. And I'm look, like, we had a problem with farting and falling face. asleep on our set. That was the problem. <laughs> My favourite one was like Frank is like, and he doesn't. He's he, there's there's no malice. There's no kind of dodginess to him. So it, like because it can come across. Oh, he's great. It, it can sound dodgy, but when you're on set, you realise it's all just. He's just Full a, on a, 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 just the funniest guy ever. Yeah. And you're on set, and it's that scene just before the dinner table scene where he's having that moment with Cassie, and it's really. Mm really intimate and really like delicate and he's like you know you know is, is everything okay with um with jack and, and she's like yeah i think i think so he said he's had a hard time you know with his dad and stuff like that 
And then we were like, cut. And he goes, now get your tits out. This is going to sound, this is literally going to sound like a regular episode of our podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it happens, man. But that guy. And that was from chapter five of Weinstein's book. <laughs> now we're going to go back to the casting couch. Uh, yeah. How not to by Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Uh, no, <laughs> but, um, honestly, no. Like, during that dinner scene, he he almost made me put my face in my gravy for making me laugh so much. Like, so, yeah, I'm just, but also, I laugh at everything. I'm a giggle person. There's oh, this, nothing this, creepier this, this. than bashing someone's head in and laughing at the same time. So you're good. It's, it's so funny, it's so like, serious that you have to, man. Like Frank is a, is a veteran, bless him. He won't mind me saying this because I'm, I'm such good friends with him, and, and I brought Frank to the guys and said, look. If you need a guy to play this kind of thing, this is the guy. It'll, it'll make uh, the, the, the process so much easier because he just he's all for a laugh. Uh, and he's been doing it for years and stuff. And, like, um, he's, he's just a quality, quality British actor, I find. He was in Game of Thrones. And, like, um, this guy's done done a lot of stuff. He's been in a couple of Bond films over the yeah, years. And, uh, and, uh, to a kill. Kill. Yeah. yeah, that's one of my favorite Bond films. Yeah, well, and, 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 and Frank is, is genuinely... Uh, you. you for saying we're doing such a serious piece, uh, whatever, there's not a moment with him around. He's either asleep or he's cracking a joke. Yeah. And like, he's yeah, like 60, he's, he's like 85 or I'm 82. <laughs> I'm 82. <laughs> he's 82 fucking years old and he's just he's sat just in the corner asleep. He's a pure well, I tell you legend. what, he, he moved pretty good out of that bed when he saw his dead wife. <laughs> Yes, that is awesome. That was another great scene. Yeah. I love that. I was like, oh, man. So many got... great scenes. You didn't see him make it out with that uh, in the behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I can believe that. <laughs> we should probably let these guys talk. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. You guys are perfect. You guys are perfect. This is, like, this is exactly what we wanted from you. But I, I do kind of have a question, and, and I threw it in my notes at this point because it, it, it was a change for me. So I'm a musician. I've played in bands all my life. I really want to talk about the score of this film. Um, Benjamin Simons. Do what? Benjamin Simons, the composer. Benjamin Simons. I, I looked him up. The reason why I wanted to talk about this is because after the scene where, where you drag, drag Cassie down the hallway, I noticed that the score in this is... Okay, so to me, it was like they were playing in like a diminished chord, but it was slightly off tune. Yeah. Did you guys do that on purpose? Yeah, so what we did, like, especially uh, when Neil walks in with a shotgun, that's one of my favorite tracks, which is the, um, the, um, the Nutcracker Suite. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But his album comes out tomorrow, so if you want to listen to the score, but that track is called the Skullcracker Suite in his oh, album. Sweet. Oh, <laughs> um, and it's it's amazing. So he he basically took um, the the Nutcracker Suite. He uh, reprogrammed it. He he wrote it in. He programmed it. And then what he did was he he's got a, a synthesizer that emulates a record player, and you can add the amount of wreckedness Warp. that's on that. Yeah. So it has a warble. It detunes, and it's got the scratchiness and. Okay. It just sounds like a really knackered old record player. So he ran it through that, and it just – I remember him showing me that, and I was like, that is horrific. 
in a, yeah, in a yeah, really exactly. good way. Because it um, really throws you off in the film. Because you're But then like, he added his, his strings and his dark horns start swelling in underneath that. And it was like, wow. Like when you're doing that speech to, to Nadia or to... Yeah. Uh, yeah, That's right fun. before you lick her face. Oh, yeah, before the lick her face. <laughs> it's just so nasty, but such a familiar tune. Do you know what I mean? It's oh, 100%. Like, yeah. And that's like uh, something that we yeah. talk about. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, buddy. It's, it, um, when, Rich, uh, when Rich sent that to me, uh, so Ben played it to Rich first, the, the Skullcracker thing, and then Rich sent it to me. And I was like, fuck, man, that's it. Like this, like, yeah. nothing, nothing else can... Uh, Nothing. There's nothing better than that that suits. Oh yeah, well, that you, you know, as a musician, I mean, it really threw me off. I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> I was yeah. like, you know, it almost makes you dizzy. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's, it's oh, really. Boy. Yeah, it does make you feel dizzy. I I had that watching it. And it's kind of like and listening. You're like, oh, that's an uncomfortable sound, and it's kind yes. of yeah, yeah. Hypnotic and trance-like, it's it's bizarre. It's bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. We it. talk we talk about that a lot with you know with movies. The the soundtracks and the scores are like something that really adds to it. You know, oh, like yeah, when you hear well, like when you hear like well, like this shirt, Phantasm. When you hear the Phantasm soundtrack, like that first initial song, I mean, you know it, and it hits you. Uh, Halloween, it hits you. Yeah. That right there, I was like, I told JT as soon as I started playing, I'm like, you hear that? I'm like, that is fucking wicked, man. That's not <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Ben's was- Ben's a complete genius, um, and I think he doesn't get the credit. Not he doesn't get the credit he deserves. He's not as known as he should be. He's 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 kind of started out. He's only done two features before hosts um now one before and he's done one since but i i want everyone to be using this guy because he's he's a proper genius and he he lived down the road from here and we used his house for the set of their house on on in the film he was oh cool cool yeah so yeah um we talked about that earlier so the whole movie takes place in richard's house (laughs) (laughs) nice hey I gotta do it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, how the hell do you stay in there? And <laughs> hell yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> well, we looked at other houses and we found some amazing ones. And then we were like, how much blood can we chuck around this this lovely house you've got? And they're like, excuse me. You know I mean? it's, like, <laughs> it's like, well, we've got a lot of blood. And the fact I'm still finding blood around the house today, a year later, is evident of that. So I, I, I think we would have lost any deposit we would have had if we had kind of yeah. it. Right. That just means you did it right. <laughs> you know? with with ben we we worked he worked on a short that you shot and i i was in as well as a, a world war was it two or one world war two? Oh, the eastern front no we did that one afterwards but the one that well ben did that score as well yeah so yeah that's, okay. that's the score on that as well, yeah. yeah yeah but we i i worked i only met rich i'd fanboyed rich outside of a, a club in piccadilly that was playing a screener for a, a short film and i literally fanboyed rich the first time i, I thought he was gonna rob my wallet yeah i was literally trying to mug him get me in a film somehow no i didn't get nothing like, i just <laughs> he, he watched my showreel which was great and it is what, what, say what you want just make my head swell for a minute the best show really ever watched this is true. Yeah, yeah, there you go. This is true. Yeah. Best, uh, yeah. We get a lot, not, not to sound arrogant like, or anything like, we get a lot of, uh, well, I get, as of DOP, Crabs. I get a lot of kind of people <laughs> coming and messaging me, adding me on Facebook and then going, here's my show. And I'm like, that's really cool, but 
I'm a DOP. I don't hire any actors. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, you're kind of wasted. But then Niels did the same thing. And I'm like, bloody hell, and not another one. I, I, oh, he's got an interesting face. I'll check it out. And I'm like, yeah. it's the first it time I've watched a showreel from that kind of process. Because I guess you get to a certain level and you don't need Richard Oakes, the DOP, to give you approval to get a film, I'm <laughs> guessing. <laughs> I did, and I got it, and I got it. <laughs> but he said me one, I watched it, I'm like, whoa, this is, this is actually good. And I, I really liked it. And then it was a couple of weeks later, I was at a, a premiere for a short film I'd done. And I was outside because the film's shit. Um, <laughs> so, so I'm outside having a bit of a vape, and, and, and Neil walks up to me, and he's like, Oh, you're, you're, Safe you're here. Yeah, what like, are you saying, blood? <laughs> yeah, man. Like, uh, are you okay? Like, just guarding my pockets and stuff. He's like, you what? You what, blood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I stuck you to refund. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> he's like, no, oh, yeah. is, I heard you do cinematography. <laughs> and I, basically, I'm an actor in it. Yeah. I kind of want to do film and stuff here, but I don't know what to do with it. So, like, yeah. <laughs> and he, he's doing all this. I'm like, big fan, big fan. I'm like, oh, this guy's a bit mental. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go inside like, and I'm battling in my head do I go in and watch a really shit film or do I stand here and listen to some kind of crazy guy who's coming up to me and telling me how much he loves my he work he went and watched and the film like, uh, 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 back and forth and then he's like I sent you my showreel I'm like which one were you? <laughs> and then he, I brought it up and I was like ah oh, like, and all my guards like kind of dropped and I was like you you're amazing, dude. Oh, like, you're, yeah. you're actually really amazing. And we kind of hit off. We spent the rest of the night kind of just chatting and stuff. And then two weeks later, I was doing on shoot, a film yeah. with him. And, and we, we kind of hit it off. And it was the same director that you just said, film the shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he knows that one. Hey, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that started the Me Too movement, that one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make his head swell even more. Uh, Neil, you were completely ominous in this film i mean oh i mean you, you know, truly were i mean you you flipped a switch from the beginning of the movie you know to just being an awesome villain yeah you know i mean both of, both both of you, you. I because mean, like I, absolutely amazing i was sitting there watching i was like I'm sitting there and just me being me, I'm like, why is no one noticing these two just staring for yeah. like yeah. So I'm like, yeah. come on. And then, man. That's what I loved. That's what I loved. When, yeah. when you, you said that, uh, uh, I don't know, 10, 10, 15 minutes ago, you said you noticed Sam just kind of rocking back and forth yes. before yeah. it happened. And you're, it's those you're, little subtle things. Yeah, you're the first person that, that's, at least to me, said that. And, I love that because we wanted her to do that. We wanted her to like yeah. almost get off on the fact yeah. of what she was about to right. do and be so well, yeah. yeah, wicked. We like, knew yeah. she had the hammer. We could see it. And yeah. then all yeah, yeah. she's like, to, she starts fidgeting in her seat and then all of a sudden yeah, she's rocking she, back yeah. and forth. And, and then and they're like, shit, something's going to happen here. Well, yeah. me, me and Sam discussed this. We talked about this on a, a previous podcast, but we halfway through, well, not even halfway through, when it came to sort of like the focus on Sam's bits in, in that, that whole dinner table scene, we had a little discussion, me and Sam, about what is it like... I was really intrigued on what she was doing because I could I could sense her as an actor next to me doing what she was yeah. doing and that and mm -hmm. that build up all the time. And if you I don't know if you noticed this, but the whole time she's doing that, I'm focused 100 percent on something, and no one 
no one yet has picked up. And it was oh, just something yeah, I just said. Well, <laughs> so I noticed that. We were, we were both watching you two, and it looks like both of you were staring Cassie down. Oh, straight up. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah I, I talk, uh, Sam's, yeah. Sam's approach is a lot more professional to mine. Like, I, <laughs> I, I just went shit, like, with these kind of things, and we don't like um, – things wrong with any, anything that's like not right or, or can't can. be used we get rid of yes. we're not, we don't yeah. like it because so they need the, the body they need the body we to need the body to she's kind of tainted and ruined so it's kind of like, we're, we're like well, and then you, and then you get up and walk away and we're like where the fuck is he going you know yeah you know that's that's the whole thing for a long time yeah, well, this everyone says it. There was a there was a shit with you. I was like, <laughs> <sad, laughs> <like, laughs> oh, demons have to poop. Yeah, demons got to poop too. Yeah, luckily that night it was a ghost poop. It was easy, straight back. Came right out. I mean, I've taken some shits that I thought were a demon, but you know, demons. I drank a lot, so <laughs> this house but, has been cleansed. <laughs> but me, 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 and Sam seriously had talked about like what, what, what is this? And I, I say, and I don't mean that in a, a silly way, but Sam t- took a process to a next level to what as to what I did, and um, just working with what Sam did and what I did, a totally different approaches. Kind of, I, I felt worked so well with it because her intensities on that scene, especially. Uh, focusing on Cassie and I'm like I'm focusing on Cassie but I'm focusing on this so and and Sam's way of doing it was so like yeah I'm doing this and that it was totally different but very very similar if you know what I mean that sounds really contradictory Uh, and the way that you pick up on what Sam does and I I, every time I watch that scene I don't I don't listen to what the people are saying in that scene I'm solely focused on what Sam's doing because if you do pick up on what Sam's doing that's the more interesting thing to watch than the 100% I caught like I, as an actor, face, that's just how you do that is ridiculous. Like, even her facial expressions, so like I, I watched because uh, well, as soon as she's just started rocking the sec, just for a little bit, you didn't notice it. But then I start watching her face, and then you can see like the little quick grins or the little Great. eye twitches. It's the excitement the, building, like I remember. Insane, I remember yeah. me and Adam were stood behind the monitor, <clears throat> and you know we can't take credit for the the amazing things that these actors and actresses did and i remember us sitting there we we obviously told them what was going on and what the the lines they had to say but a lot of it they kind of embodied themselves and we kind of said yay or nay so we've got to give them complete credit with with that type of thing i mean adam adam uh obviously went through everything with them and how how we wanted certain things but i remember me and adam we was we were stood behind the monitor and we were watching the scene on the wide. So it was where you're seeing everything. And it was from beginning to end. So it was from beginning to the hit was one take. Like there was no, mm-hmm. like, I know it cuts about a bit through the thing, but we, we, there was the one thing we said to them is like, you, you can, you can be a little bit loosey goosey with the script and stuff, but the dinner scene, you have to learn like a play. Um, because we're going to, we haven't, we had that one evening to shoot the whole thing. Wow. from beginning to end and and we we barely got done uh, at the end of that we actually cut actually about five minutes out of that on the day because we had to make a call there was a few more things that happened but we were like what's needed here and what can we get done because we're, oh, we're not you guys nailed it for sure yeah. but, but what's literally that mon- <clears throat> the table with a hammer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but watching <laughs> yeah yeah but watching that monitor i just remember me and adam watching Sam from beginning to end and this slow 
just rise through what is it like eight minutes yeah. or something yeah oh yeah rise. Awesome. And, burn, but it was good. and the amazing thing not not that your eyes are kind of drawn to the chest area but, <laughs> but that's my eyes were drawn her to. chest hey, it's what was slowly kind of rising as with the breaths that she was taking and yeah. as the scene went it kind mm -hmm. of got faster and faster and faster of this kind of like do you know what i mean like this adrenaline you could see yeah. pumping and pumping and pumping in her veins up to that point and i remember you, adam turned to me and he went he just pointed and was just like look at that and, and we were both just grinning ear i to definitely ear. definitely caught it i mean it's yeah. it was there <clears throat> i think it's, it's funny you it's, it's funny you know little beautiful sam into standing up and bashing this woman's head in you know you just don't see that very much uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. wait 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 i don't think it's too difficult to talk a woman into bashing someone's head in well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i've been in her, i've been with my wife for like 20 years i'm only 34 but i've been in a relationship for 20 years so i know how volatile <laughs> women can be that's good going, man. I've been 18 years of mine. That's all. Nice. Oh, awesome. Nice. Yeah, it's yeah, an yeah, achievement, yeah. man. You get your certificate in a few years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get your medal. I've got, yeah, got five college, kids, and I'm like, come on, come on. Hey, <laughs> two more years, you're considered an antique. So, you know. Hey, man, I'm a classic. That's what I call <laughs> myself. Did you just call it a mantique? A mantique. A mantique. Is that antique. what you said? Antique. Oh, right. Sorry. I thought you just in invented a new award. <laughs> we do make up our own words on the show we, we quite do. often. We do. Great. Yeah. Well, congratulations on your Mantique. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were the Mantiquiest person? Um, so I, <laughs> I, missed, I missed it. Uh, I don't know if you guys talked about it, but are you guys into the horror genre? Um, yes. Yeah. Adam especially. Yeah. Adam, I'd say Adam is the connoisseur. Hell I yeah. kind of dip. Um I'd say I, I'd lean slightly more towards thriller. Yeah. Um, but we, we were talking about this before on a previous, um, uh, previous talk or interview, and the great thing, which I think, at first you think that might not marry, is we both are scared of different things. And you want, yeah. to, put, you want to put on screen what scares you, obviously, what scares yourself. Um, I'm scared of humans. And anything human, because I believe in humans, and yes, I believe yeah, I, yeah. I believe in horrible humans, and that's why I lock my door at night. Yeah. Whereas Adam finds the supernatural a lot more scary. Um, well, well, no, it's it's not it's not that I find it scary. It's that, um, well, I mean, I guess I, I you know certain things I did when I was younger. I mean, like I, I was saying earlier, the the first film I ever saw when I was eight was the first nightmare on elm street and that you know that's like shit what, what is this? this is terrifying and i loved it but it's more i'm on the same page as you richard on that sense like people scare me and what scares me the most out of anything especially these days like get you know getting older is films like you know hereditary and midsummer when it oh, when it's what yeah. people do and yeah. it's manipulation and and all that horrible shit that happens in day-to-day -day life mm. but because i grew up watching I guess more on the horror spectrum as opposed to rich watching on the thriller spectrum. Although we both, I guess, intertwine in the two and I love thrillers and yeah. psychological thrillers and stuff like that. But I guess for me that the horror aspect of it and the supernatural aspect of it is, is a kind of fantastical. I kind of love oh, it. Yeah. And, do you know what I mean? And, that, yeah, well, that's, and that's like with our, I don't know if you talked about this, but like with our podcast, like we, we are like a huge umbrella of things. 
because we also do like uh, paranormal investigations and we do like uh, <laughs> investigations to all kinds of things. Like right. I'm huge into anything that makes life a little bit more interesting. Okay. So, you know, to believe in ghosts or demons, whatever it may be, you know, it's just a little bit more thrilling than saying, ah, there's nothing else out there. And then life's yeah. just, it's just this and you're done. You know, I, I, like think, to, I, I think the point, like I, I was saying, was like that, I think Adam finds the, the supernatural kind of interesting and stuff. Whereas I've never found horrors about that scary because I don't believe in it in a way. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Um, so I'm more on the kind of the real stuff. So like funny games and home invasion yeah. stuff scares me. Uh, psychopaths scare me. Um, yeah. So that's why th I guess the thrillers kind of hit me more because they're more of a like seven is a big thing. Mm -hmm. like, it's one yeah. of my favorite yeah. films. Stuff uh -huh. like that and, and Saw, I love because it's it's human. Do you know box? what I mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and then Adam's got the, the, the cyber, like the Exorcist and oh, Possession yeah. Yeah. films and, and, and love stuff like that. And we were like, well, how do we marry those two? And I think that's exactly what we've done. Do you know? Oh, what yeah. Mean? And it's, I was going to say that. Yeah. It's kind of funny. I was going to say that because, like, um, we're talking about horror and like paranormal and scary stuff or all this stuff. And you're talking about thrillers and horrors. To me, horror is thrilling to me. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's that's how I – it's so weird. We talk about this on our show, how something that's supposed to be thrilling and scary and horrifying brings people together. Right. Because everybody yeah. likes to be scary. I mean, look at yeah, all man. Well, everyone exactly. looks at everyone else. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for comfort when you're scared. Do you know what I mean? You look exactly. for comfort. It's crazy. <clears throat> The conscious decisions that the guys made on this film to make people feel uncomfortable and scared so that they seek that kind of comfort mm -hmm. was, was all thoroughly planned and, and thought yeah. out. And um, <clears throat> Rich was talking to me the other day and, and Adam on the, on the podcast about the, some of the, the, the shots of the, the dinner scene are, are just safety shots. Like these guys' minds had so much more there, but because of the, the oh. time restraints and stuff like that, the guys executed what what you've watched and you speak about it so highly uh, and and what it does for you as people like that was just the that was just the let's just get that for safety because the time restraints are there and the the the, the thorough carefully thought out planning of what you wanted to achieve and what you've achieved in so many other scenes in the film mm. is, yeah. is is part of that is making people feel mm. uneasy and scared to seek something or or just not know what they need to do well i think that's that's the yeah. Going slightly back to what we said, I think I, I, I can't speak for Adam on what he finds the most interesting emotion in films. My favorite emotion watching film is tension. Mm, Absolute yeah. tension of being yeah. on the edge of my seat. I'm not so much into being scared, if, if you know <laughs> what I mean. Whereas I think Adam <laughs> loves kind of fear <laughs> stuff. And I think that's the difference between a thriller. I think a thriller is tension and a horror is fear. Gotcha, gotcha. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. It's a tough one. Like I'm, I can, I agree with you, Rich. I mean, the tension scares me. It it scares me. It makes me feel uneasy. It makes me want to stop watching, but uh, continue watching at the same time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's it. Like for example, if I'm watching a film about some fucking monster, for example, like I'm not, yeah. I'm not scared of the monster. I'm scared of the victim. And the tension that leads up to whether the victim is or isn't gonna, yeah, get, do you know what I mean? It's that tension, and 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 that that all depends on 
how well they've established that character and how much you as the audience member care about that character, which is why Rich and I found it so important to really spend time getting to know these characters, not only the good guys, you know, the Hendersons, but Mm -hmm. Neil and Sam, Jack and Lucy as well, to the point where not just myself, you know, when, when we were writing it, but others that we spoke to as well, you, you obviously you love Jack and Lucy at the beginning, but you know, after they turn, you still kind of love them, but you hate them yeah, at the same yeah, time. Exactly. And you, you feel so sorry for them too. That's the, I was going to say well. that. I was just getting ready to say. We're you know, trapped yeah, inside yeah. there, man. We can't get out. And I don't especially get out of that character. Lucy has a moment, which is pure fucking genius for me in, in the film. Of when she's there at the end going, ah, ah, Lauren, Lauren. And she yes. becomes herself yeah. for a brief second. And that's, I've done nothing wrong here. She's going, I've done, I've done nothing wrong yeah. here. Yeah. And then boom, she's not even in the position to give her a chance because of everything that's gone on. Mm. And, and, mm. And, and Jack doesn't get that moment. He doesn't even get a chance to explain. It's yeah. just, it's done. And Lucy, that, that moment, and, and Sam plays it so beautifully. And, and Adam, I remember that whole night, Adam standing there with Sam. In minus five scene, degrees. Minus five <laughs> degrees on a table in the middle of a, of, a, of a forest, just giving these words of wisdom to deliver that in the right way. And that is a pivotal moment yeah, for, for Lucy's but character. I think, I don't know if, if you guys picked up on this, so and Sam's it was something is. that I brought up with, actually with, with Rich and Adam, but also like, Neil and I kind of touched on it, but kind of, it, I think it's kind of, you can, you can go with or without it. It'll make sense. Uh, like basically when uh, Jack and Lucy get possessed, um, it's not specifically laid out whether Jack and Lucy are still there whilst they've been right. possessed, whether they're there uh, and unable to out. do anything. Yeah. Or whether they are completely inactive and don't have any idea what's going on and then they wake up at the end or if they're playing a part in it. And it's, I think, personally, I think it's sort of waves between a few of them. Uh, but there's a scene where I'm opposite um, a Buddy who plays Ben oh, uh, I where I do my own dental examination. Oh, yes, yes. We yes. were going to talk about that. Uh, yeah, and I think that that's one scene which... Um, for, for the for the entity that embodies Lucy, for the, the demon, um, it was quite an emotional scene for the demon because the demon's been sitting under the ground for thousands of years. Yeah. But also, like, for Lucy, I, there was kind of two ways I was playing it. it. Kind of, for me, she sort of came and went in terms of being able to see what's going on and not being able to do anything and not being there at all. So it's kind yeah. of like, it's almost like a... a, a a, a waning battle with whatever's mm. taken over her body. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like a fight for your soul. Like a, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's a lot more interesting if, if they're there, if they're aware, well, yeah. but they're not like, like I said, like the, like the get out kind of syndrome where they're mm-hmm. trapped behind the Can't eyes, move. but incapable Can't do nothing. controlling well, that, that any the, of the body. Do you intent. know what I mean? That was the intent, man. That's what I felt the whole yeah. way through. And that's what, that was the intent when, writing it i guess you can't ever really you can't ever get get that to come across when you're writing dialogue and stuff but Mm. that was really important to be able to see that in their eyes and that's why in particular you're seen when uh you pull out your teeth and you and you 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 deliver this monologue to 
buddy um, was like that that is the take because yeah. you can see malice, uh, sadness, mm. and pain. Yes. And a million other emotions in your eyes at the same time. And same goes to you, Neil, in, in other scenes you do. Like, yeah. the both of you are fucking insane actor like you're both amazing yeah. and to be yeah, able to fantastic do there's a there's a there's a point adam and I, I i touched on it again before in other other, other things we talked about that that thing of what i brought to you initially and you and rich as as directors of what i thought this was and then you you both sort of going nice nah, this and there was a there was an element of that of i brought as an actor naturally this is the script. I get this from this, and this is what I brought to you boys. And and there was a pivotal moment where the guys went, "Nah, mate, that's not what we're thinking." And I spent ages going, "Oh, well, oh, whoa, oh, let me get my agent on the phone because I, I thought like, I didn't have an agent. I never, yeah, I got, yeah." But uh, the guys had said that, that no, this is this is this. You don't get that much with with films of, of this sort of caliber, like where the the, the guys are so focused and, and so knowing of what they want to convey in yeah. certain scenes and, and what I brought to a, a scene that I've rehearsed with the guys and they said no it doesn't that's not what we have in mind here and yeah. as an actor you sort of go oh just spent <laughs> like five days preparing this shit like although it was, it was three hours I was like while well, they were filming something else and they went nah that's it's this Neil this is what I need from you for this for that for that to work and since then on, I, I, I apparently I nailed it. But since then on, this that, that that whole thing of of knowing that you're trapped, that the, the character of Jack is a lovely guy who who thought so much of his his girlfriend to to, to make something thoughtful on Christmas. Now yeah. we've all received the frying pan or a fucking book on your. Christmas Day from your missus. And well, you that's go, funny because she's fucking playing that man. Like, <laughs> we've all received that shit, but this guy thought about this Christmas and thought about the life that she'd been living and, and the struggle she'd been doing and, and right. thought to to tell this person how much they mean to them. And he wore the and, shit jumper that she bought in. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't wear that shit. To, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, but that it was, was burgundy. you got to put it on. Yeah, I've got to put it here, man. We've got it. Do you want to buy it? I'm going to go for a quick <laughs> weed. Sorry, guys. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> so, um, I want to know real quick what was what was the deal with the teeth? You guys were like okay. So when you say uh, what was the deal? Um, well, the reason why I bring that up is because you had the two scene in in the scene we were just talking. Yeah. about. Love that sweater, but <laughs> uh, and then also there was a point where you actually reach into Eric's lips and like you're pulling Checking his lips his apart and you're looking at his teeth. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Examining him for imperfection. Yeah, so I guess... Ah, like, gotcha, gotcha. I guess, like, if you guys have ever worked with livestock or horses or anything, like, it was... It, I guess it, for me, the way it made sense to me... Holy shit, you guys truly do get people naked on your set. See? <laughs> <laughs> now you oh, just have yeah. to tip him at the end. <laughs> uh, but you know yeah, what, if you ever worked with, like, livestock or anything, you do sort of... Like I think one of the apart from looking at the hooves and stuff, um, yes. right. nobody you likes teeth. Yeah. Even in horror films, no one likes toes. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of girls who make money off their feet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. All right, all right. Well, maybe that will be my next film. It's kind of you're just checking for any sort of sign of weakness, and that's the whole the whole thing. I mean, the dinner scene. Uh, I'm 
I'm sniffing out a weakness. And, and my whole thing behind that was like, I can smell Cassie's cancer. I'm just figuring out who has it. <laughs> yeah, it was building Stinks. up. Building you up. Know? And, then, and then it's like, when it comes to Lee, like I know that he seems like a strong individual, but I'm just going to like, and that's kind of why, because I bash him with the rifle to get him to go. And uh -huh. we're kind of just pushing them. And then, you know, I examine his teeth. Uh, which is a great thing that we have mouthwash on set. That's another thing that I <laughs> advise to any any upcoming actors: always but, brush your teeth, uh, and just in case someone has to poke their fingers in them. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon? What the fuck have I just walked into? Uh, <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> you're good. Just change your shirt, and you're good. There's a reason uh, for me and Rich. I don't know whether it's up to you, Rich. I don't know whether we mention this now or we mention yeah. mention it maybe in a few years. But there's a reason. <laughs> why we I want think it's to... fine to talk about it I think there's, there's a reason why we we involved teeth specifically in this film and why we will probably involve teeth in some uh, shape or form in every film we do because um, the film teeth it's... was shit and... <laughs> I'm just gonna mention that movie. Give you something to chew on. <laughs> Actually, that's funny because in a podcast, in an interview the other day, they said, "What's your like? What's the shittest horror film you've seen?" And I said, "Teeth." So, yeah. Yeah, that movie was uh, yeah, just that was pretty ironic. Messed up. I said one vagina in that film, and that was. But anyway, dying. I want to hear the story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the, the the reason behind why we want to use teeth in every film is kind of a little win. In, well, I say joke, but it's not really... A, it's an in-joke or belief for, for me and Rich. Like, you know, that kind of solidifies our friendship, to be honest, because teeth... In dream, like, if you dream of your teeth falling out, like, in, a, in, mm -hmm. yeah. in whatever, it sort of represents some sort of wealth coming your way. You know, it's something to do with money. So the idea of us <clears throat> being able to make films now and having made our first film and continuing to make films... Uh, whether that becomes easy after this or it's still a hard slog, we're still going to do it, you know. And involving teeth is almost our way of kind of uh, grounding us, knowing that we want to make a living off of this. We don't care about being filthy rich. We just want to make a living off, awesome. yeah. off our dream, you know. And involving teeth is like our, our kind of way of always remembering why we did it in the first place. But the other side of it is as well is like that it, it's kind of the opposite as well is like, we want to involve teeth to remind us that it's not about, that it's not about money and to that it's about the creativity and it, it's a reminder that don't ever kind of if for some reason we got picked up and got onto some mm -hmm. some big career that because because one one principle that me and Adam have stuck to with this and we've been we got told quite a lot of by lots of people rightly or wrongly but we're stubborn bastards. Um, <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Do yeah. this. You're going to sell more. Do, do, you know, you need to get this person in to sell more. You need to do this to sell more. And we've just gone, nah. nah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> we, we're just going to do whatever we want. And oh, you can't make that film because, like, you've got to, like, do 15 million fucking drafts of your script before like you one, fucking one, sell it. Fucking. One thing we got told was, you know, you, you can't have this build-up that you've got at the beginning. You you have to have a death in the first five minutes or, or you're not going to sell this film. And we were like, yeah. No. <laughs> we we want to make the yeah. film that we want to make and we want to build these characters. And we've had so many people. Yeah. We have had a couple of people go, oh, it's so long. But um, we've had the majority of people have said, 
that was masterfully done of building the characters and you guys are one of those people it's mainly Americans man like, we thought the really British would love our shit but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we thought the Americans would pan us because of the American like oh we don't like that British shit man yeah. oh no <laughs> man we love that shit dude. also everything's grey and rainy <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my god, do you have like, like sunshine in fucking UK? Like, what the fuck? Why do you think we all look so young? It's because yeah. we haven't seen sunlight in 20 years. Pasty all of us are, man. So I'm hey, guessing, did you, did, did, you cover, did you cover Sam's wisdom teeth while I was having a weird Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, see, um, like the thing about it, you, got, you know, you're talking about how it's funny because, like, um, I've talked to people from the UK that go to like college up here and people from some other places too, but like they, uh, they think the same thing. I'm just like, why would they think that Americans don't like this? But I mean, it just goes that way. But in the movie world or the horror world or whatever you want to say, you know, uh, it's like, it's like music movies bring people together. Yeah. yeah. Uh, music brings people together. Yeah. I can have a completely different point of view on some things as you, but just because that that doesn't mean anything, we can still be friends and we can still so, so you've engaged. I yeah, just don't want to talk to your ass. Yeah, yeah. I don't like, <laughs> I don't like I, this fucking guy at all. But I'm on. <laughs> but that's what works. But I think man. the opinion we've been. I think the opinion that uh, most British um, people have of the American horror fans is that they just love. Loads of jump scares, and and that's kind of it. And it's like yeah, we're not no. into that at all. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, most of us don't like that. Yeah. I mean, well, that's most good. Yeah, true well, horror fans aren't aren't all about the jump scare. We that's want, good. Yeah, we want some tension, like you guys well, built in this movie. Yeah. We want some character building, and you know, get us involved, suck us into that movie. A perfect you know? example of it is like that scene, like I said, because uh, I love that scene, the whole the whole dinner scene. Mm. Um. Like when you started rocking, and then I was, I'm like, okay, I caught it right off the bat. Mm. Listen, we talked about that already. Well, <laughs> we'll talk about it again. Yeah. It's that good. What I was gonna say is, is that I started rocking, and then mm. as you kept going further, I was like, oh, here it comes. Here it oh, comes. That's cool. That comes. is cool. And I'm like, see that? I'm getting in the face. Come in the face. And then in your face. In your face. Smash it! Smash! Smash it! Smash! Yeah, I was yelling that out at the screen, and then bam, it happens, and you're just like, fuck yes! And then it kept going, and I'm like, fuck yes! And it kept going, and I was like, we're hammer smash face. Yeah. I'm so looking forward. I'm so looking forward, and I'm hoping it goes as well as I I hope, and everyone doesn't boo us off. But I'm so looking forward to next week. We're off to Sieges in Spain for the first cinema showing in the world nice. with awesome. a horror fan crowd. And apparently they cheer at every death in every film we watch. <laughs> we and don't I'm want like, them to cheer at that point. This comes out on the 8th, right? So we're going to Sieges tomorrow to, uh, to watch the screener of this film. Right, yeah, yeah, tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. Well, we're going to celebrate in a minute because it's technically the second and it's out in America, but you haven't got to the 12 o'clock cut off yet. Just yeah. right. Oh, right, right, right. What time is it there now? Uh, it's 7, 7.25. Oh, so we've got five hours. We've got five hours. Oh. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I know it's... What time is it over there for you guys? Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. 25 past one. Yeah. <laughs> Bedtime. But no, it's can we, can we, sorry, guys. Can we, can sorry, we, we ask... Up all night. <laughs> no, no, we love it. We love it. Can we just ask? There's something we kind of want to do because, like, 
uh, on your podcast. It might be special, it might not be, but um, it was it was Adam's birthday a couple of days ago. Yeah, oh, sweet. Oh, and uh, um, we we kind of been we we didn't present him with a present from us on his birthday, no. but oh, the, the present has arrived. And we want to present it. We want to present it to you so he gets really excited and wants to come and see us. Nice. So, um, yeah, we can't. Do you mind if we do this? Uh, it's do we need, make, do oh, we need sense thing. to your listeners, bro? Here. But we'll light um, some candles. Or... We, 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 we kind of, we kind of, da, 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 we kind of. Oh, 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 oh hell yes. <laughs> Adam is the biggest fan of snapbacks and, and hats and. And that's embroidered, not nice. embroidered. Oh, 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 yeah. I love me a hat myself. I'm always wearing hats. We um we got the the snapback shit. Fuck the mosh hat for a minute. Oh, like, yeah. uh, oh I fucking love you guys, man. <laughs> we got that for you. It, it took ages to come, but it's finally come, and we're like, oh, we can't wait till he turns up here. So we had to just show him there. So he's yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, awesome, man. Wait, wait, here, wait till like. he shows up over there and tell him, oh, sorry, they're all gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. I. I love that, guys. I love you to bits, man. Thanks, you too, dude. Dude, those are awesome. Happy birthday, Adam. Where's your birthday? Thank you. It was, it was uh, last Thursday. It was the 24th. Oh, my wife! My wife's birthday is the twenty eighth, so she just had oh, her birthday. So. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Yeah, well, so that's that's do you like the tea on that, guys? It don't matter. The yeah, tea. Do you, do you oh, like the tea? Oh, hey guys, yes. hammer, while, while we're here, we, we <laughs> should plug the fact that we do have merchandise available Oh yeah, now. plug awesome. away. Yeah, definitely. definitely. So we've got some limited edition exclusive hosts, t-shirts and hoodies with the exact same logo that you just saw Rich and Neil show on the hat. Um, go to www.hostsmovie.bigcartel.com and they are selling fast. So go and pick one up. Pick yes. it up. Yes. Send me a link over to my over to our email and we'll post that up on our page. Amazing, awesome. thank you. See, what's cool sure. about and um, you know, something that's cool about all this is is that you guys are starting off, and I think it's cool. This was your first movie, right? That yeah. you guys, yeah, their directorial debut. Yes, and that's all you guys did. First of all, you guys know you did awesome. I'm done licking your nuts on that. You guys did good. <laughs> What? Um, we were going another two hours. I'm sorry. But anyways, no. Um, uh, it's cool because um, this is one of the reasons you were talking about when you start talking about the whole, you know, the reason why teeth are involved and the building on your dreams and stuff like that and staying grounded. You know, with this podcast, we've been doing this for about two years. Um, it all started off with me and him talking about metal because we're metal heads and me and him both talking about metal and then we both love horror movies so yeah fuck yeah i love maiden but uh you know <laughs> i love maiden dude distracting i fucking love maiden uh but um yeah it was funny we went to lunch one day and he was like dude we need to start a horror podcast and i was like what the fuck's a podcast <laughs> but uh <laughs> But you know, and then here we are, two years later, and I'm the one editing all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Put his ass to work. Horse but uh, you know, um, it's 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 the as long as you enjoy what you're doing, you know, yeah. and like this oh, podcast, I love talking to people. Oh, like I was going to say shit. Neil left again. Yeah, he's like, Hold fuck on. you guys. <laughs> Someone's getting a yeah, fucking yeah. head. Where's the <laughs> hammer at? Shit, man, I was sweating my balls. balls up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, um. It's a, it's a, it's like a ground grassroots type thing, and you build it up. And we've had opportunities to uh, do some things that we we could have probably made some more money on, but 
we wouldn't have liked it because it would have changed. It wouldn't have been us. It would have changed what yeah. we are. And um, that's why I like talking to people like you guys, you know, yeah. because. Listen, cir circumstance plays a. <laughs> you want to do something that you care about. Yeah. yeah. You know, when these advertisers come to us and be like, you know, hey, we want you to, you know advertise extra large condoms and it's like well i've been doing that for years you come to the right <laughs> place <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> why would i want to advertise well, hello you know? i'm catholic <laughs> how dare you <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know well it's money changes. They don't fit lucy's good with a pair of tweezers <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> ryan's gonna model that model that shit hell yeah <laughs> I ain't afraid, but, uh, you know, um, I just think it's awesome to talk to people who are up and coming and yeah. then see where they're at down the road and, uh, you know, find out that they kept that groundness and that, you know, we could, you guys Sliding are on, on the, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I was nervous as hell going into this interview. Cause I'm like, ah, don't do that, man. What? Uh, uh, you know, but then once I, once you, once you two came on and started talking and then Adam came in and Sam and uh, hey, dude, it's, it's been a blast, man. Listen, man, yeah, it, I, I, I've said this from the start of my career and it's the reason I work with people like Adam and Rich because they came to me when I'm, I'm a nobody. Um, and it's, it's all a, a big, massive process that, that follows on. Like uh, Rich took that time to watch my showreel. I, I took that time to read the script that he asked me to read. I took that time to go and meet Rich and Adam at a bar in London to talk about their other film. I took that time to, to sort of say, this stuff is really good and I'd love to be involved. Mm. Um, and it, a lot of people are so used to watching cinema or film as a, there's a celebrity there. There's a, there's a, there's someone that can make someone else money. This, yeah. this isn't about any of that. I, I would have done this film for nothing. I'd have, I'd have gone into debt for this film because of the guys, we because of what they, time. because of what they do and their, their passion because I've been doing passion. it for 15 16 years bro bros trying to do this and I, I'm sure Sam is in a similar boat we, we, we're trying to do what we enjoy doing and I wouldn't change the process of this film being made I wouldn't change the budget I wouldn't change the cast I wouldn't change the crew for anybody mm. but there's there's no need for that in, in filmmaking uh, filmmaking like what these guys have done and started and spurred on everybody else to come and join in with that is, is the love of what it is and it's not the love of where you can get with it mm. it's the love of what you're creating that people like yourselves and other people right. will look at and if, if it's if it's a guy that we talked to two weeks ago or a week's time that has four followers on twitter with their podcast i don't care man i will talk to that guy with the same respect as anyone else because yeah we were saying earlier that the people in america and the people we've spoken to we, we listened to a podcast the other day that we didn't even have an interview with the guys and they just talked like I've listened to people talk about films by Christopher Nolan, by Tim Burton and stuff. Mm -hmm. right. And they're talking about like this, this guy's going, Oh my God, man, this, this fucking film, this scene, this shit this Oh my God. And, and I've never, I've dreamt of that shit as an actor and I've been doing it for 15 years and this is the first film to get me anywhere And we're that. giggling like girls listening to it and, and it's, it's not a big podcast and we're just like, this is just it's cool. Awesome. Like, yeah. it, it, it's awesome. That, that like, means we're, we're all so nobodies. Much, it's like, it, yeah. You know yeah, I mean? the, the, the effort that went in, I mean, we were all there present, all four of us here were present for the, for the making of this film and, and nowhere near did we think this would come of it. Talking yeah. to you two is, is such a, a big deal. 
we're here like with bells on it's waiting to talk to you. It's a big deal for us talking to you guys. Yeah, well, dude, yeah. like, we, we've it just... It really been, isn't. It, it really isn't. Like, we, we made this film really and we is. were like, what would be the best op- What would be the best scenario for this film? And I remember saying to Adam, wouldn't it be cool? Wouldn't it be really cool? Because a, a few of our friends and a couple of the things I DOP'd have ended up in, in our local shop. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and we were like, wouldn't that be cool if we could get that? And, and, and then suddenly we're like, we've got in a couple of hours the US release and we're like, what, what's going on? Like, this is no mental. Well, I can tell you what. Let me tell you. Overwhelming. Go ahead, go ahead. It's still incredibly overwhelming to just to just think about it. Like, the, the, fil- the film's, co- I mean, yeah, I mean, it's October the 8th, technically. So the film came out, like, last week and, and whatnot. And it's... It's just stupid, like two people. Like, like <laughs> mental. Well, see, mental. We're, we haven't really done something on that level, you know, but yeah. like the stuff that we've been doing for the past two years and then um, like we just went out and did a live show at this uh, – um, haunted, haunted, attraction. haunted attraction out here. Yeah. They nice. have like four or five different attractions, you know, and we're going to cut a promotional video for them. Um, that there, that kind of stuff, you know, yeah. <laughs> it makes us, well, see, that's the thing. Um, we can build, <laughs> we can build a freaking, you know, a group of people that you talk to and then you just got that connection there. And I was worried because I don't know if you guys have listened to our podcast. If not, it's cool. It's all right. But we will be doing. That's the whole point. Yeah, we I we said, didn't I, know you. Now we do. What? We've become, yeah, super, life we've become super fans of the people that have been like, oh, oh my gosh, we don't know how to deal with you done. on the podcast. And we're like, we're now hounding them to the point where they're like, <gasps> can you piss <laughs> off? Because yeah. like, we're like, we're trying to sleep. Well, and we're what like, I was going to oh, say, we've got podcasts that's going nice. What I was going to say is like, I was worried because I was like, okay, I want to do a good promotional video for these guys and I want to do a good interview. But like, I'm surprised that I haven't said the word fuck more than I usually do. I use the word fuck as like every, hey, an adjective, a noun, a verb. Like You would do very well in Scotland, my dear. Yeah, well, I, I, got, I got a lot of Irish blood. I'm half Irish. So, He's got a body uh, now. Half Irish. Which too. half? The bottom I, or? Definitely. The bottom half of the top half. Well, I've been told I'm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I see in the audio, you put the head in the audio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I put the head in. He's talking sign. Don't worry fuck about hosts. But, you know, um, it's cool because we get to meet you guys and on here and then, like, you find out that people are, are cool. You can talk the way you want to be yeah. around people because, like, I'm, I'm true to myself. But, like, sometimes I catch myself, I'm like, did I really just say that to them? And <laughs> it's like, oh, bro, I, I will give you a bit of advice. Never question that shit, man. Never yeah. question that. Just yourself because I'm talking back and forth through Messenger for a few days. Well, for about a week now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he sends me a message. He says, uh, so what did you think of the film? And I was like, dude, I loved it. I've, you know, watched it a couple of times. His next response to me was, man, that's great because it wouldn't be very fun to talk about a shit movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta look at it like this. Though. Just remember, just remember that too. Um, Evil Dead. All right, that's a perfect uh, yeah. example. Evil Dead. When it came out, people were like, "Oh, it's." But now it's a fucking cult classic, classic man. Yeah. But it's the only oh. remake that I really fucking enjoyed. That, oh, oh, that remake I bought the other day, it's, it's outstanding. And I even enjoyed that like random flipping series with, uh, what's his name? I haven't watched it yet. That's great, man. Like, oh, uh, Ash versus uh, Ash Evil. Ash is so good, it's man. Like, I don't know what that is. It's so good. That Evil Dead remake. 
is they use more blood in that rain scene than any other movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think right. they use something like 150,000 gallons of blood. Is that in the toilet that scene? That's that close to hosts, I think. Yeah. yeah. That was crazy. <laughs> the carpet soaked a lot of our gallons. Yeah, up, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's not as evident on the camera how much we used. <laughs> no, it I'm telling you guys, man. You guys... Dude, that hallway scene, when you see that big old splotch of blood going all the way down the hallway, you're like... Oh, we had head to head turn head. down the uh, the volume on the sound because it's like, you can clearly hear it sticky it, from like... Yeah, it's proper tacky. There. It's like, <laughs> like Velcro. We had to kind of cut all the sound of them walking. Every now and then you'd find it. was like... <laughs> the carpet <laughs> would come up so it's down properly or something. Are you going to watch the behind the scenes that comes out on the DVD? Because it's, it's really... Oh, yeah. so, so when is the DVD coming out? The 11th, 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 
Yeah, this is the weirdest part. Is after that scene, Adam Adam took the teeth on the necklace and went. Oh, I think I'm keeping. Souvenir <laughs> <laughs> for the film. It's stained red because of that the makes blood. It makes it better. Makes it better. I wasn't going to say anything, but I was yeah. like, "Well, yeah. teeth, huh?" Yeah. Kind of reminded me of a Universal Soldier with the ears. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> like a tiny piano. <laughs> I mean, she said Universal Soldier. I thought of small soldiers. I thought of all them. Little I remember that. Oh yeah. Oh, you know, did you see Universal? Yeah. yeah there was... <laughs> But yeah, um, you know, going back real quick to that scene when you were talking about the blood trail through the, yeah. that re reminded me of Nightmare on Elm Street when the, uh, dragging them through the uh, school scene. That is the scene. That's the scene. When I saw that one, when, when I was eight, that was the scene that kept me up at night. Ah. And it was, it was. It was when she sees Tina like in the body bag at the door, yeah. mm -hmm. right? And then yeah. she goes out, and then she sees Tina being dragged by, you know, an Freddy, but an invisible force, right? Uh -huh. And I remember that night I was in bed, like almost crying, and my mum comes in and she's like, "What's up?" And I'm like, "Mum, that film really scared me." And she goes, "Well, you shouldn't have watched it then." And I'm like, "Nah, but it, but it was so awesome." Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the thing, like. I, so Adam, Adam's like the like the classic horror fan. I'm I, I I'm not. Like I, I, like I said earlier, I'm more into kind of the thrillers and stuff. So there's a lot of the classic things. I, I'm sorry to say, on a horror podcast, I haven't seen. Yeah, and, that's awesome. That's and, and the only, the only Freddy one. I'm, I'm really sorry to say that I've seen is the remake. And, uh, <sighs> and it was bad. Uh, yeah. So I, sorry. Well, hold on. No, hold on. Hold on. The thing about the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street is I loved the darkness of that movie. I love the darkness, the way they filmed it, the um, atmosphere. I think the cinematography is great, but like yeah, the, the actual story and stuff is not, not great. Uh, there's a few problems I have with it, but I don't want to say them in case they're the same problems as the original. <laughs> and then I sound oh, like blasphemy. No. But, yeah, yeah. but there's a lot of stuff that like pretty much 90% of Adam's covered in horror tattoos. Hell yeah. Nice. Oh, sweet. Oh, Freddy. He's got um, one him too. And I haven't seen any of these films because I, I wasn't versed in that type of stuff. So it's funny when people are like, oh, I love this bit. It's a reference to that film. It's a reference to that film. I'm, I'm the director of this film going, was it? <laughs> <laughs> you you sly no son path. of a bitch, Adam. It's really bad you've got a of the blob, though. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be much, would it? Right. <laughs> I thought maybe that. Like, like, oh, that's a nice hockey puck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, that's funny you're talking about that because um, you said you were how old when you seen that? Like eight, you said? I was eight, yeah, man. Eight, right. Well, like, I have two little boys and, you know, they're in love with horror. It's crazy. I got video. I showed him my, my oldest. He's seven now, but when he was like five or four, I got video of him running around the house mad at me, whining, and I'm like, why are you crying? He's like, you won't let me watch Michael Myers. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, he's me. He is yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> My kid is a bigger horror fan than I am. Or what? <laughs> yeah. We spoke about this the other night, and uh, one of the podcasters asked me what my um, first horror film that I ended up watching and I was about nine or 10 years old and I was staying at my uncle's house. So I used to go there to do mountain biking and they had two dogs, I'm a big dog lover. Mm -hmm. uh, and they were like, oh, I used to stay on the front room floor with a block bed with a sleeping bag and the two dogs used to sleep by my feet. 
And uh, before they went up, they always used to go, oh, do you want to put on something on telly just to get you to sleep? And they used to put things on. And one time I was there, just sort of the two dogs were sort of napping away at my feet. And then they were like, oh, what do you want to put on? And I was like, oh, I don't know. So they started flicking through and they flicked through and saw this clown and went, oh, there's a clown here. It's going to be funny. And it was the original It oh, on Channel man. 4 in the UK. And I went, oh, yeah, I like clowns. They're funny. And they went, cool, here you go, Neil. <laughs> Push the, click the channel, pass me the remote, put it on the side. And I just sort of sat there with like two Yorkshire Terrier dogs going. My kid, my 10-year-old kid is the biggest horror buff. Oh, oh, sweet, sweet. Yeah, yeah my... you know, um, for me, like uh, Phantasm, this, this movie right here, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but. I haven't. <laughs> my dad rented it for me when I was about. 10 probably <laughs> it's yeah. old it came out in like 70 yeah. what 70 76 was it something no. 77 yeah, so right. 76 77 yeah but uh you know that movie the soundtrack is just so awesome and God um damn i'm old it gets, <laughs> yeah you're old as shit <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know that was the first one i watched um because my mom liked it and it wasn't too bad you know um on things but the second horror movie i ever watched was uh Night of the Demons. Um, oh, man. I've seen that. Second anything. movie. Night I, Night <laughs> that was from 1988. And that oh, movie still holds up to this day, too, by the yeah. way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That you lipstick remember, like, scene. And the li- oh, dude. <laughs> you remember that? I remember my dad rented me around the same time as well when I started getting into it. He rented me. Um, do you remember the Wishmaster films? In oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then there was another film, Can like, that really... Hook? Yeah, yeah, right. it was the guy with the with the hook, um, with the, the bees and stuff. But um, the, the um, there was one that he rented me that I mean, if I watched it now, I only saw it once, and most of the time I would watch all these films again and again and again. But there was one that I only saw once, and it was so weird. Did you ever see? Sometimes they come back. Do you remember yes, that? Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. watched that movie. Not joking. Probably three, four weeks ago. I need to watch it again because I just remember watching it and thinking, this is fucking weird. And I love it. I got you with the 57 Chevy freaking. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's a great film. You know, um, I, it's so funny because I talk about, <laughs> you talk about your childhood growing up and you're like, yeah, you know, I used to do this and that. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I grew up watching, yeah, you know, freaking demons and. <laughs> and it was the happiest time of our lives, right? Yeah. <laughs> and that's my point. Like, uh, and then 2020 has, happened. Has yeah. anyone seen <laughs> we all went, has oh. anyone, another one I watched as a kid and I watched this on repeat because I thought it was hilarious. It was Alligator. That was what uh, I saw. Alligator, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? It's just this alligator, and it just goes out to the street and eats a whole wedding. <laughs> it's amazing. It's well, and it's actually. I'm glad you kind of brought that up because kind of uh, mm-hmm. I was going to say this earlier. Um, it's awesome that you guys made this movie, and it's coming out now because, and I don't know about oh, in, the, in the UK, but in the US, man, we need some good horror. Like, um, you know what I mean? Um, Thank you for that, man. It's, oh, I'm I'm 100 percent and trust. I, I think I can speak for the guys when we say this is like we made this film on the on the on the premise of the guys being first time directors wanted to make something to make them. You froze up. A film where they have no restrictions, well, not no restrictions, but restrictions, but to make something they want to make. 
Um, and the guys wanted to make this film to sort of just prove their own right. And no offense, they fucking smashed oh. that out of the park, man. Like, oh, yeah. They, we've done that and then some. Like, the budget has been already got back and people have paid, the investors, it's everything's so above, above board. And exactly. And, and, and to, to do that, like you say, it's like the, um, they've been able to, to do that and well, put out exactly what is required. But we couldn't yeah. have done that without... without everyone involved and that includes you exactly. and the rest of the cast you know it's 100%. just the team the team in this was just and we touched on it earlier man it, it like everyone involved was just like me and rich may have concepted and wrote it and you know directed them and whatever but if it wasn't for you for the cast and 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 the score and makeup and everyone man like this film would not be what it was and and mm. the way that we were so like none of us apart from Neil, but we hadn't met Sam, you know, until, yeah, the, day, know until the day she rocked up on set. Yeah. And not only did she completely smash it out of the park, because she'd learned 20 pages of script. Oh, 20 yeah. Pages. yeah, oh man. That's crazy. Also, but also we, after the first day, all of us were best friends. And for those two weeks that we were, or 10 days we were shooting, mm. whatever it was, it was like, it's like a, a bunch of friends like, together yeah. having fun and making something super fun. It was that spring break, but with like creativity involved. Like, now, Neil, Wait. I know you and Sam did the other movie together. Did you set her up with this? Or, uh, right, so, um, there's something well, you want to tell the story. I, I don't mind. You I'll, I'll, just, I'll just do the intro to it, basically. So, like, um, with, with hosts, I, I mean, I'm ridiculously lucky to have got in on this but there, there was some nah, you weren't <laughs> you, were, you, you deserved it and earned it <laughs> well, anyway there, there was someone else cast and uh, for, for a few different factors it didn't work out and we were due to start filming the monday night she uh, wanted a villa yeah she was she, she's <laughs> kicking herself now she's like um guys i can't stay in the caravans with you like um an hour away from set. Like, no audition anyway. Yeah. <laughs> me, and Adam, me and Adam were rooting for Sam going, no, she's the best. Everyone else went with the other. Yeah, we get yeah, it. But... I'm the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we did. And it's like, that's the factor. It's like, my. Okay, the... I, I'm not saying that. I, I just, for, for whatever reasons, it didn't work out with the, the other girl. So uh, it was the, I think it was Saturday night or the Sunday morning. Uh, I got the call uh, saying, like, Oh, can you can you come do this film after all? And I'd heard about it a couple of weeks before. I'd had like, I'd I'd seen like one scene from it, like as as a snippet, like of a, a sample. Um, oh, the concept trailer. It, I believe in honesty it, here, so we can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you how it really was. <laughs> was there a hammer involved in this whole situation? And then, yeah. So so basically, I got this, and I had about a day's notice to come and shoot this thing and I was like I, I knew Neil um and like we'd known each other for a while we'd, we'd never actually done like proper acting work together we'd no I, I, I was saying this to Rich earlier tonight mm. actually that knowing knowing Sam I knew Sam through a producer friend of mine April um April uh, Kelly who's absolutely making waves at the moment in the British mm. film industry and she's in a way she's known as my sister to me and we'll be brother and sister we call each other um, and I'd met Sam through um, an industry night through that and then uh, met Sam a couple of times after that and it was actually the night I was talking to a, a casting director in England um, 
just generally about stuff and she's like how you doing Neil and blah 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 and Sam was there for, for April's night for her film and then I introduced her to this casting director and I just spent about five ten minutes just sort of listening to what Sam was saying to the casting director and just actually going do you know what like you like just watching her face shape and her mannerisms and everything going you'd be really really good for this film that my boys and my brothers are, are, are trying to put together. So I mentioned it to her and said, oh, yeah, Sam, I'm going to uh, pass you on to the guys because I think you'd be really good. And she was like, oh, cool, man. Thanks. Thanks very much. And all that kind of nonsense that happens in the film industry, like uh, networking parties and all that kind of crap. And uh, so I said to the guys, look, I've, I've, uh, my friend Sam, she'd be great. So the guys looked at her stuff and like, I, I know for a fact that they were kind of like, yeah, she's really, really good. Self tape, all that kind of nonsense, wasn't it? And, and you did that. And I remember being like to Sam going, Sam, like, they're looking for this, they're looking for this, they're looking for that. You got to do this like that and do this like that. If you're in that part, go for it. And then she was like, oh, okay, cool, thanks very much. So she went in with a little prior knowledge. I didn't know the, any of the script. It was like, please do this one like normal. And then this one as if you're possessed. But not yeah, that. Pretty much. That's, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, the casting we did, we basically sent two, two, two. How can you be a little bit possessed? Two, two bits of script. One was fully possessed. One was lovey dovey at the beginning to see if they can do. Hey, that sounds like a marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a marriage. And then that's kind of what we sent out. But like, (laughs) bless her, Sam. Sam turned up on set. She'd had. She got offered the part the day before. And yeah, because of the way you know, it was a very, 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 very tight um, shooting schedule. We had. Um, we had 10 days to shoot. Well, we actually had eight, but we ended up booking two more and everyone was amazing yeah. and decided that's okay to carry on. Um, so we initially had eight days to shoot the film. And that's crazy. Wow. So yeah. Any, I mean, did, you guys did awesome with this. So, I mean, yeah. eight days we, did 20, we had 20, de- 20 pages of script on the first day and 20 pages of script on the second day. So that was 40 pages in two days that we, we covered. Them. Um, and, and Sam learnt it in a day. I learned my that, script the day before anyway. So I, yeah, absolutely I'm, ridiculous. Well, I mean, and blew it, blew it out I mean, the way and the way um, that you guys were on screen too just shows that you, how how good you are because <laughs> you know. Do you saying? know what? It, it's 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 like um, from knowing just Sam as a friend through through a friend of mine who. Uh, I'd say April, the, the producer, she's a very, very good friend of mine. And knowing Sam through like a couple of meetings, there's just something, I, I, I have this thing, and I'm sure Rich and Adam will back this up. I have like a, not a sixth sense, but I have like a quality control. And I'm like, yeah, you'd be fucking brilliant for that kind of shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then like, uh, and I pass it on. There's no I told you so anywhere. He, he's got a thing. He's very, he's very humble with it of never saying I told you so, but I the amount of times he so. could have said that to us. Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. But I care about the <laughs> shit I'm involved with. So if I think yeah. there's something that someone can be better with, and I remember when they decided to go with the person that wasn't Sam, and I went, no, 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 this is going to cause you problems. She's either going to go, I need a fucking caviar every morning or something. And the next minute I get a phone call from the producer. She said, wants a villa. Oh, she wants a villa and she wants a hotel room. And can you, is there any chance, you know your friend Sam that was like this pretty much neck and neck choice that we wanted to go with. Can you get her on the phone and do you think she'd like come at really short notice? And I'm like, 
don't worry, boys. I fucking love you. I, I, I'm sure I'll Sam would love to. <laughs> and I did. But it's, it's, no, don't thank me at all. You, you did it yourself. You, you've got that talent that's there to be to be, to be exploited. I mean, uh, this bitch Craig. But <laughs> to answer the guy's question earlier, the question was, did you do that with the war film thing? No. Me and Richard obviously worked with her on, on, on hosts. And, I mean, no offence. Like, she absolutely completely steals pretty much the whole film and that's that's through nothing but hard work and dedication with it but the the other film the war film that you were, you were i'm guessing uh, you were what was about, it, the eastern front yeah we, we i'm gonna i'm gonna tell this story as it is because um, <laughs> okay. probably gonna will, pants, but there was someone that did the role and it, i wasn't happy with it it was shy and i went uh now nah, i've got someone that i don't I want to work with because I. You'd already been on this for like six weeks already, hadn't you? Like, yeah, I just went. This person doesn't fit for what I want to do. Me, me being a diva went. Nah, it's gonna let you film down, bro. <laughs> so funny, get this person in that I know can nail <laughs> shit, man. Like, and we we, we got we got Sam again. Mate. Can't use that. Hey, 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 Sam, Sam, Sam. Hey, uh, uh, there's a film going on. Uh, probably not much pay because no one got paid anything on it. But do you want to uh, oh, do you want to come along to this film called No Points No Points? This Earth? this can be a problem. <laughs> this can be a problem at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's not, Trust me, I know. Good. We're all good. It's a good problem now. This is a problem every so, episode. So where were we at? There we go. There we go. Intro credits. Intro credits we got to, didn't we? But, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, no, I want yeah. uh, to kind of uh, talk real quick about what I was going to say. Because uh, I told them, I was like, I'm glad that they made this movie and stuff and it's coming out in the U.S. because we need good horror right now. We do. We do. Um, and I did have a point on that, actually. So let's cool, cool. Say go what ahead. you said and then I'll, I'll follow you. Okay. Well, you know, because like uh, James Wan, of course in the last couple of years has fucking blessed us with so much good horror movies that it's ridiculous. And, you know, being a, you know, filming it and stuff, he's got a really cool way that he does his scares and things like that. He does false fake scares and he does this, just, he's got like a mathematic way of doing things. Yeah. But, um, yeah. he, you know, in the U S everything's shut down now. So we, like, we've been missing that good horror and stuff. And I was like, I was ecstatic when he's like, Hey, they sent us a copy. I'm like, Fucking right. So let's yeah. and we watched it the next day, and I was like, "Yeah, man, this is freaking awesome." I like a, I just, I like the build up on the things. feel of the whole movie, the atmosphere, I mean, just the atmosphere, you really know, cool feel to it. Thank you. We we're so glad you enjoyed it, man. That's really, really yeah, nice. Man. So, so let's talk a little He's bit a about your. He wants to make. A, I, oh, let me just make one point on on that. Like, I, I, I'm not a fan of praising it, like my own stuff, because I don't like. I, I there's a lot person. of problems. There's a lot of problems. I personally have with the film and every director has with their own film and yeah. stuff but um just to quote uh, an american director friend of ours who uh, did um one must fall i don't know if you've seen that one must fall and it's an amazing film and he's, he's an awesome guy nicest guy antonio um and he said he's, he said a point to me and i was like do you know what like i get that and i i think that's where we, we might fit. Like, there's a slot there where I think we might fit. He said, there, there's two types of horror in America. There's your PG-13 horrors that have kind of a good story. They're really well made, because, but they're, they're designed to reach a massive audience. Right. Um, and then you have your gore porn, which has no story. They're just trying to show as much violence as possible. Right. And he said, the horror community get a bit frustrated because they want the gore, but they feel like they're being let down on the story and so stuff. Good. He said, you've, yeah. you've seemed to have 
merge the two into something that I've not seen before, he said. And I was like, that's a really lovely thing to say. And that's, that's awesome to hear. And I don't know if that's you, you that true with you guys or not. I don't you know. You went oh. what everyone wants or thinks they need because you're just feeding them shit that they don't need. And then you've come yeah. in with something original to a point and, and brought something fresh and new and innovative with something that, again, is uh, people are describing some of the scenes in our films as the, 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 the most memorable things they've ever watched in, in, in cinema history for horror. And that's yeah. a, you take that as a, yeah. Some of the reviews oh, are just sideways. We're like, started what going, is going oh, I'm on happy here. with the nun and the conjuring and all this yeah. Like, yeah. repetitive <laughs> money-making corporate bullshit. No, fuck off. <laughs> get get Adam and Rich to write you a script and fucking <laughs> shoot it. Just put a censored sign like over the mouth. Just yeah. Yeah. No, he's fine. These guys are metalheads and whiskey drinkers, bro. Fucking <laughs> We're probably one of the more foul mouth podcasts out there. No, but my, 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 point, my point is there is that is this is what people have been waiting for. You, yeah. The more the more shit you get fed and you're you're craving for something. When something comes along, and no offense, we we, we the guys did this on minimal. It, uh, we make this for this and do this for that. And for what they've delivered, and no offense, we've even talked about Dark Sky is like a big distribution company for, oh, yeah. Yeah. for, for, for horror, man. And these boys well, really, managed really. to attain that through their writing and talent and shooting of a film yeah. to get their see, attention. And no effect, they haven't even spoke about who else spoke to them about that's kind of what we were mad. talking about earlier with you guys when we said that, you know, mm -hmm. this is a big thing for us because yeah. it's a big thing for you guys you know, Dark Skies, you know, yeah, being, being with on them. Horror Chronicles is a big thing for them. <laughs> yeah, no, but it will be from now on, bro. I'll come on your show anytime you fucking want. Well, see, that, well, well that's, that's what I'm saying is like um, for, for you guys, whenever, we, whenever you got, got a hold of us and we're like, oh, it's cool. That's awesome. We, we've been wanting to talk to like, you know, directors or actors or producers or whatever because that's kind of the stuff that we really like. We love horror movies and watching them, but we like talking to people and figuring out what, Made them tick. Why they did yeah. it? Behind the, um, the skin. Need to get in the skin, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, get in the mindset. And um, you sound like Lucy. Yeah, Lucy. <laughs> Lucy. So I, I, I kind of want to touch on. We had talked. No, 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 no. You can't. I told you with the. You can't be touching. Okay, maybe later. Um, but uh, <laughs> we had kind of talked about your shooting schedule earlier. You said you had you had shot this movie in eight days. Initially, That's and then they got extended. And you did all this at night? Yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean, te technically, yes. Sometimes, you know, we uh, it started getting light, so we'd have to board up the house and continue going. <laughs> yep. Yes, it was through. It was through through the nights. Yes. We were all bad. Whatever the art requires. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What time of the year did you guys film this? You were talking about it's cold. <laughs> May, no, it was May. April, May, oh, May, May. Yeah, April, May. Okay. So the well, night, we, we planned so spring. We planned to shoot it in January, but it got delayed. So we planned to shoot it and have these nice long nights. And because it got delayed, we ended up shooting it in May. And we realized, actually, these nights are a bit shorter than we planned for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the sound guys there at four in the morning going, this is great, but the bird song is kind of killing sure the vibe. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and the light's shining through the windows, and we're like, ah. Oh. So we had tin, like in, in the dining room, we had tin foil sellotape to all the windows 
to yeah. block the lights and then the curtain's drawn so you can't see the tinfoil. Oh, I see that shit all the time around here. You're good. <laughs> it was definitely a challenge, wasn't it? It was a challenge. Yeah, man. But that was all part of it. And I do think that there was an element of, not that these guys aren't incredible actors and stuff, but the fact of how <laughs> grueling it was and how little sleep we had. I think we were on four hours sleep a night for oh, two man. weeks. I think it really helped <laughs> bringing out those emotions and bringing out that, those, yeah. that vibe for like just putting under stress, but everyone had a great time, but it was stress. It wasn't like, a, you know, Disneyland. It was stressful. <laughs> super yeah. hard like you watch the behind the scenes and my face just sudden like over the time of the, the behind the scenes just gets more just red and patchy and just yeah. disgusting and i'm like but you, uh. you, you they started <laughs> off with the start of the film in the first day and then the second day and then the third day but yeah everyone goes into the film fresh face like oh nice to meet you pleasure thank you like this is great blah 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 and then that's the first day and you've done 14 hours from waking up to going to sleep and then you go to the next day and then you're like oh hey how you doing everyone's like yeah yeah i'm good and it, it's about the third day like you say that everyone starts to get into delirium yeah and then you start talking to rich and adam and then you've got to the third day and then adam was like so yeah neil we're going to this scene now like this is what we need <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna do this and that's that's that you understand with that yes yes adam that's cool yeah <laughs> Cool. And then you get the cool, man. and you're like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah, no. The actors like draw to Adam and Rich to go, so what's happening today? Like, shit, what's going on? And then we're all in that, it's that if, if, day three balls deep into like 12 hour days yeah. or whatever. It, is, it became like almost hallucinogenic. It felt like a, a, a bad dream where everything was kind of warpy and. Oh, you're talking to me. And there was a couple of times. There's a couple of times I was just so tired, I was kind of just staring off into space and people come up and go, Rich, what are we doing? And I'm like, uh, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and, and I, I, I remember the producer, Gillen, he came up to me and he was like, dude, like we, we need to get your buzz because you're, you're, you're just like zoning out here, man. And I'm like, yeah, man, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to get this excitement back. Cause I'm, I'm pretty tired. But this is what we're talking about is everyone's putting that hole in on this and it was a short shoot. So we understand when if if I went to Rich and go, Oh bro, like the with this scene, what's going on with that? And he just looks at me with a blank face and goes, Who are you? What <laughs> <laughs> well, I did, well, I, did I had a nice special and... technique and it sounds really bad, but it, it does help for me. Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't recommend it. It's not a not a not a like a sales pitch here or anything. But in the garden outside the house, I hid a little bottle of whiskey behind the tree, and that tend to put me up enough to kind of get me back in the game. <laughs> yeah, at the minute, I just run out if I'm feeling a bit zoned out. Run out, have a swig, come back in. I'm like, oh, right. <laughs> yeah, warm, <laughs> warm the cockles. Yeah, warm you up a little bit while it's cold out there. Yeah, <laughs> Tennessee sour mash shit. <laughs> we initially did did the like the ten day shooting. May and then we were gonna we had to do some outdoor shots which were gonna be in October which would have been 2019 so last last October they had to get postponed because of like rain and and, and like mud and everything uh, so we ended up doing them in January uh, so January here is kind of really cold it was but, the coldest day of the year I remember yeah, oh, the, the temperature you did a great job hiding by about 15 breath. degrees that night 
Um, I think everybody had like icicles hanging out of their nostrils. And your costume, Sam, was about a millimetre thin. It was just, <laughs> just nothing. Yeah, we we had to spray my dress with um, with the the fake blood again to, to for continuity, but for for Lucy, uh, and. Uh, it was on the side of the van because we were out in the middle of the woods um, and it froze to the side of the van. <laughs> <laughs> and then you had to put it on. Yeah, then I had to go and like, peel it off the side of the van and like the chef, Jason, he's absolutely lovely. He said, Sam, I can, I can just put it, put it put near it in the oven for a while if you want. And I was like, if this goes up in flames. <laughs> and he said, Sam, if it goes up in flames, I will pack up and leave before you can even run. <laughs> and I'm like, okay then. Please <laughs> frost my dress. <laughs> but this was like, on, the, on this whole like night shoot in the middle of the woods on this cold night, it's like, I was there, I'd done my scenes with Santa Claus in the middle of the, <laughs> with the, in the, middle of the field the day before. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to come back and help out you guys because like, you're going to need oh, it yeah. in, the, in the woods. Yeah, so I came back in the last two days. I was a runner, like from, from start of the thing with uh, Sam to runner and, <laughs> and Nadia for uh, Lauren. Uh, I was her coat holder. <laughs> for the whole weekend, I felt like fucking Christian Bale and then I went to fucking Christmas. <laughs> Fucking bail of hay. Fucking Christopher Jones. And like, like, Lauren. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I went. And also, like, because he was the. Uh, so he was. What is he? The second DA? What is he? I see. Or, like, so he was. Um, oh. played one of the, the 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 scary characters that's sort of lurking in the bushes. Now Sean's Surely like boy. six foot four or something, and like when he was on set, I was like, "Oh, I'll be here for you. I'll hold a blanket for you." And then he, he he's just in a little t-shirt, and he comes back, and I'm like, "That'll do." The was was that we had my AC on that was on the camera play one of the yeah. the, the people outside, the guy in the bush with the bald head uh -huh. with the yeah, big yeah, beard. Yeah. That was the camera op. Like, like that's the nice. kind of level we're dealing with. Do you know what I mean? And awesome. he's the guy in the bush out the window when Lauren looks yes. outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And you see yeah. the group out there. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but like when she looks Even out the window, that. when she's on the phone. Oh, bush that we him. were talking yeah. about. And we, we, we were so short. close. Though, I don't nice. think, I remember now, we didn't get him naked, but he, we, we, we did try. He would do anyway. He would have done it for the best. <laughs> Initially, the idea was that they were all going to be naked, but it turns out that the two older uh, couple that were out the window was my wife's parents, and I was like, I just can't I ask the in-laws to lose the kit. Do you so, know yeah, what I mean? Take it all off. <laughs> <laughs> no. There's nothing better than seeing your in-laws naked. No. <laughs> but wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's try and get through this film because we've, we've got about halfway and we're oh, like, yeah, yeah. four hours into the interview. Well, yeah, we're we're way off. It's getting late for you guys too. Uh, no, so. we don't care, man. Oh, well, we, we, I, we're I good. Like, it would be good to not like for the see. listeners to get halfway through the film and then we just verge and then yeah. so the podcast ends. Well, to be honest, it, with, be honest with you guys, I don't want to if I don't want them to hear the whole thing if they need to watch it. You know. Well, we're gonna we're gonna edit some of the spoilers out. And stuff. Okay, cool, and cool. Wait, go can you keep in the, the part can. where there's a sequel where Lucy gets a horse? Great nah. thing. Yeah, nah. yeah. Still haven't heard <laughs> my exclusive. Uh, my PRs told me. One to of the scenes it. that really creeped me out was uh, 
Jack underneath Lauren's bed. Oh, oh man, that was that, that was, was so freaking cool the way you guys pulled that off because he just was, disappears out of the doorway. You know, that was really then, really exciting to write that one. That was really scary. Like when we yeah, when we came yeah. up with that, it was super scary and like it does exactly to me anyway. Watching it back, it does exactly to me what a lot of people is, are saying that it that it's done to them. Like it's. It's 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 just odd. It's odd, and yeah. we love odd. We love it's, odd. It's very odd unnerving and disturbing. Yeah. yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of debate on how that can be done because when you write a script, you're like, this happens, and it's it's like, yeah, that's cool, but actually shooting it to have the same effect as what's written on the page is quite a mm. tough thing. Yeah. And we yeah. we came through. We we discussed a lot of things, Adam, didn't we, about angles, how where the angles should look from and right. whether yeah. like even on the set we shot two different ways of revealing that and one was to pan down from Lauren to under the bed which was a slow reveal mm. and that was kind of my call and I was like I quite like that because we had a jib in there right. and then Adam was like I think it should be a cut and I was like I really like the pan down man like I think that that's the way to go and Adam cut. was like now nah, it needs to be a cut. And then I was in the edit and I was like, I tried them both and I'm like, it's so a cut. It's got to be a cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, he was right on that. So Adam right. nailed that totally. Yeah, that was perfect. That, that scene was very creepy. Yeah, and it took me like, um, when she first got the phone call and was talking, um, it took me just in my, my horror mind, the way I look at horror movies, I was like, that's not him on the phone. <laughs> I was like, there's got to be somebody else on the phone. And then it showed him. Oh, no, that was Adam on the phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but was. I was like, uh, I was like, um, he's, something's going on there. And then yeah, it yeah, yeah. showed him gone. And I'm like, yep. oh, it's him for sure. And then bam, show him under the bed. And it was really cool. Um, right. At the end of the conversation when he's like yelled up, at, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yelled up at way, It was all, I was, it was just hmm? killer scene. Uh, uh, that was the voice. There's another tip. We're just voice giving you all the information that we shouldn't be giving, but we've had exactly. a few cans, so you're getting all the scoops you, you now. But that voice, it. the last now, is actually no. the composer's voice. Yeah, he, he can do this kind of Gregorian chant Frog. thing where he just gets to such lows and it just resonates. And, and you'll see in the behind the scenes if you watch it that. After all that, we got the composer to go under the bed and record his voice saying that. That note, and I think everyone in the cast and crew had a yeah. go at saying it no. to see who had the lowest kind of deep. <laughs> and scenes. then Ben just steps up and just destroys <laughs> everyone. It was like yeah. for the purpose of my fans, it was all me. It was me. If you've got to get an agent in America now, come on. Yeah, well, Nick, well, Ben's already got it. <laughs> yeah, Ben's took it, stole it. He deserves it. Full on. Hell yeah. Does. So, so let's talk about the attic for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and how yeah. powerful that scene was to have Lauren up there with uh, uh, Eric, you know, and have her with the shotgun and the the having to get that in her own mind that she's going to have to kill her own brother to try and save herself. Well, and save him you know. from from. Uh, well, torture basically right. that's it and that's what makes it really sad i think i like i i get upset watching it back it's really like yeah. it's a tough I, scene it is yeah it's a tough to be honest it's one i've said it a few times in the last few days actually it's probably it probably is 
my favorite scene or my top three favorite scenes a hundred percent is is that and it's again props to to nadia and uh lee for for the way they they did that and they bounced off each other so well but that it's so sad because there's no there's no other choice but he he doesn't get it yeah it's a catch 22 well you know you know it reminds me of um this is a compliment to to the movie you know it reminds me of have you seen the mist Oh yes. 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 Okay. Well, this I showed that to my ten-year-old the other day, and that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, he's well, a horror buff, and he said, "Why did you show me that film?" <laughs> well, you know that that scene when they're in the car. The original you know, artist. And um, he's oh, yeah. oh, shoot his son. Oh my! I have two, I have two boys. Like. Yep. You know. Okay. So we went and watched the new It in yeah, theaters. Okay. Which is good. Um, but the I'm scene with Georgie, when Georgie gets his arm bit off, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, my son was that kid's age at time and yeah. it was my first kid, it was my first son, you know, and I'm a horror movie buff. Don't get me wrong. I love him. But like, yeah. When that happened, I looked over at JT. I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that, but back to the, back to the movie, you know, that scene kind of reminded me of that scene in the mist when he's getting ready to have to shoot his son. Yeah. You know, there's it's it's a tough scene to watch. Yep. It's the most horrendous thing. Horrible to watch. It's not tough. It's and you, but at that point, you, you have no choice. This is the only alleyway to go down and everything else is, you know, Fucked, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and, 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 and she Sam, that scene thing. of you over her head. Oh, yeah. Like, ah, Dibble, dribble, dribble. With the big old drool yeah. coming out. Yeah. Oh. yeah, we got, we got, um, like the first take that Sam did of the dribble was fine. But, um, Perfect. We kind of wanted to torture Nadia a bit, so we did about it. <laughs> Nadia is a good friend of all of ours. Nadia is like one of our best mates, but we, 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 she's kind of the butt of all jokes in that. Yeah. Kind of way. So <laughs> that scene was actually only written in for mine and Adam's pleasure of just winding her up. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and so we were like, I, I remember me and Adam, we walked up and we were like, so you read the new script? You read the new, the latest one? She was like, yeah, yeah. And we are like, any, any issues? And she was like, no, it's all good. And we were like, Sure, have you read this scene? And she's like, yeah, yeah, it's all good. And and then we were like, hmm, we haven't Mm. got to it yet. So, like, um, when we did that scene, like, Sam nailed it the first time, we were like, I think we need another one. And we just kept kept going. And if you see, like, the side shot, her head is completely drenched. And it's because we've done about 10 takes before that one. (laughs) And Sam Sam did such a good job of just creating this saliva from her mouth, like, just going... <laughs> there was no special effects involved. <laughs> 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 Sam, Sam, which was not many people know this, but Sam's got overactive saliva. <laughs> saliva. <laughs> so she wanders around, the whole set, she dribbling everywhere, and like she just she, she can can under me? control. Like, you guys didn't bother telling Nadia that you used the first take, right? Time, I don't. She knows now. But like, so, so I had so this. This sugar syrup solution stuff in No, 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 you had saliva from your own mouth. <laughs> don't ruin the illusion. It's magic. It's magic. We've already mentioned it. Magic. It's movie magic. magic. I don't want to tell you what I thought it looked like is all I'm saying. It's kind of gross, guys. Keep your mind to yourself, buddy. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> I need a wee again. This beer is going. And it's full of spiders and cobwebs, and I'm like, I'm the stickiest I have ever been. And then I Sam, can you move back a bit? And I'm like, no, no, I really, really can't. Yes. Along with that scene is the aftermath of that scene, the repercussions of that gun not going off. Horrible, isn't it? Horrible, right? Oh, it just, it's like, <laughs> you can't even fathom what's going on in your head. You know, way not somebody to point a gun in your face and pull a trigger and it not go off. By someone be yeah. your sister. It's all about, it's yeah. all about, yeah, like it's that build up and then it's click. But the yeah. worst thing, the thing that does it for me and that makes me kind of well up is the way Nadia reacts and that scream of like relief. But yeah, it's that. Is that <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that that the way that that, that the way that, that that scream from her and the like you say the it's just fully, fully, massively backed up by Lee's. Fucking everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was back with this, like, shut up, you weasel. Like, you're just like, <laughs> and you go, but that's the weasel going, shit, my sister's just tried to shoot me. Yeah, and yeah. they're both legit. And there's a reason there, but it's like, why would I would never shoot my sister, but he, him, him as a brother sitting there going, please don't, please don't, please don't, and she does, and he's like, <laughs> 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 everything. And it's so, so fucking powerful, man. And there's the so punch to powerful. the face afterwards. Oh, man, yeah, so powerful. One of my favorite bits, that punch. The fun thing about that, it did take a couple of takes, but, like, mm. the um, the shake on the camera, like, I had, we had to time it right, so when Sam punched, <laughs> I actually punched the camera at the same time to get that kind of shake. To get yeah, that yeah, and that was yeah. good, good fun. It took them so many takes because I'm really, really shit at punching. <laughs> <laughs> and so am I, so I kept missing the camera and punching Neil in the face. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could have been an elbow. It could have a fish, didn't it's it? It's okay, you were, good. you were good with the gun butt to the face. That was really good. And you're, evidently, you're pretty good with the hammer. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, those, if, if we were, you know, going with, like, Pokemon skills, that would be my top. So bludgeoning of any kind, do you know what I mean? G general, yeah, general bludgeoning or maiming. Yeah, because she ends up... Uh, but do you know what, like, uh, I, that, that, that scene in the attic, like, I've, I've, we've got to take our hats off to Nadia oh, and, and okay. Lee for that. Uh, <laughs> we've got to take our hats off for, for that, um... Lee, bless him. That that whole scene was like, it was. It's intense for both of those those oh, actors. Yeah. And me and me and Sam were obviously we were present for the whole of the shooting of that. We were either down the bottom of the attic or close in with the guys. And take after take after take, and the heightened intensity from Lee and from Nadia as as actors was just incredible to watch. Like uh, me and Nadia, uh, me and Sam get some incredible scenes. But what they did for that scene, because that scene is instrumental to to, to the, the family dynamic yeah. with yeah. what's going on with us yeah. and me and me and Sam, they absolutely nailed it, take after take. And there was an element of, oh shit, we're just making Lee just get the, <laughs> the shit thrown on him. But he delivered every single time those takes rolled and yeah. 
there's, there's a funny he story. He looks at one point like his eyes can't open any further because of how much he's been crying. That's purely a funny story with Lee. Yeah, it's, I, I don't know like how like how much so good could, could be said, but after a few beers, I guess you can. But like, um, but he he probably had the worst time. <laughs> Due to the things that had to happen with him, like being raised into the attic was a lot harder than I guess it looked. We had Adam on one leg in the attic (laughs) and our other producer, Craig, on the other leg, having to lift him time and time again. And Craig, bless him, was having a hard time and he was sweating so much it was raining out of the attic. (laughs) (laughs) Lifting Leah. uh, and he got, he got brutalized and then like is in the attic he had to cry like bear all of his emotions he had to bear all of his emotions on the other side of the door to the, the attic and he was just like late nights completely brutalized and I remember when we hired him and I said um, <laughs> the only thing I said to him was are you okay with the kissing scene he was like what yeah man like I, I'm okay with that like it, as, as long as it's yeah, it's it's fine. Like it's with a girl, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no, man. It's, like, it's, it's with a girl. And he was like, cool, man. And then that that kissing scene got removed from the actual film, and he never got. And he was like, so right. it's I've been brutalized every day. I had to do all this stuff, and then the one thing that might have been quite fun, you've literally removed from the scene <laughs> and replaced with getting spat on with blood. Cool, man. That was my silver lining. (laughs) (laughs) But he nailed everything he was required to do still. He just felt abused. And he even says in the behind the scenes, he's like, I'm just abused, man. (laughs) But he did, like we say, he delivered everything. He absolutely nailed everything. He nails Eric. He's the most annoying piece of shit character as a... From a sibling that you can look at going, oh, yeah, that's yeah, my annoying yeah. brother. Really, that's really my annoying that sister. Or, or, do you know what I mean? From vice that was versa. the aim. That was the aim, and he pulled it off yeah. so yeah, well. Oh, so well, man. The guys, are, guys, done really, really well with that. No. Yeah. It's proper ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous. Hell yeah. And then I had to spit on him. Hallway was a pretty prominent thing in the. Well, you, you guys call it a corridor. Uh, yeah. was a pretty prominent thing in the movie. Was mm. that? Was there a reason behind that? Probably because of The Shining. I, <laughs> that, see, and that's what I had in my head. And you said you don't like horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like them, it's but I'm more into the, 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 the slow burn kind of stuff. Because like, of some of those long shots that you were doing were very reminiscent of that. Mm. And that's why we put the wallpaper up as well to give more of a vibe of that. Like having a a, a film where it's just did you call it Magnolia in the in America? What's a shit Tom Cruise color, like just like white, <coughs> like cream paint that oh, you get yeah, on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Magnolia yeah. white. Like the yeah. whole house was that, and we were like, "This looks shit on camera." Right. Like, how, right. how do how do we make this look better? And then yeah, you needed um, some depth. Yeah. We needed just something that looked cinematic. And um, me and Adam, we'd, we'd shot a music video that Adam directed for his band a little while back. And it was actually a little homage um, to... I'll let Adam talk about it, actually. Um, well, yeah, like a few years back. Uh, yeah, so we, we did a video for one of one of my songs and called it's called Bad Girl. And it's basically a homage to 
The Exorcist, which is my favorite film. Um, nice. and that's kind of what the song's about as well, to be fair. So, um, yeah, I remember finding this, this killer wallpaper for it. And we, me and Rich, we basically turned, well, we basically built this little corridor uh, in my band's manager's living room um, <laughs> at his and shot some of the, the half of the like the performance part of the video in this corridor um which to this day is still one of the best music videos like into into and not not in terms of like fuck the music i mean just in terms of like how much how you shot it yeah, yeah how we shot it and what we've done like and like, yeah. how we built it was so fun it's so it was just wicked it's just so good to be able to do that and yeah it came to getting the props and stuff they're like prop shopping for for hosts you know a few years later and and <laughs> i i mean i remember i was at the the b and q or, or the hardware store right that you guys call it i, don't yeah. know that. I was store. Store and i was looking for wallpaper because me and rich spent a solid two months just <laughs> gradually turning his house into the set of hosts right and yeah. <laughs> the last thing, one of the last things we needed to do apart from carpet was wallpaper so carpet. i was in, the shop and I was walking around and looking at all these different wallpapers and I found one that was quite nice and then I found the one from the bad girl video they still had it there and it was twice the price of this kind of average one I had right and you know we didn't have much money and I called Rich and I said dude which one and he was like oh they've got the bad girl wallpaper and I was like, yeah, so we're going to get that, yeah? And he goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the, pro yeah. the producer rings us up and it's <laughs> down the phone and we're like, yeah. <laughs> 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 that means yes, just gets paid less. Like, uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, uh, Adam sent like a, a photo to our like group chat. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's, there's, so where I live, there's, there's like a barber's opposite because I, I live on <laughs> street and there's i live above shops right so there's barbers like, and they've got the same wallpaper in <laughs> fuck off no i'll send you the picture oh mate Anyone's going to the camera, you know what's going to happen. <laughs> 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 but that was an interesting the corridor scene with the dragging, the hair drag, and that was something we'd envisioned from the get-go. And we actually, I'd love to share it with you. Actually, we added, we did a concept trailer about six months before, six months before we shot the film. Yeah, okay. um, and it, and it was with the old look of the house with the magnolia and everything. Right. And, but it was just an idea to try and pitch to investors. Um, to see if we could get some money to, mm -hmm. to make the film because we we don't have any money to make the film. Right. Um, and even in that, we had the drag scene. We we were like, this is adamantly we need to have that drag scene. It has to be by the hair and kind of to figure that out. And um, <laughs> I remember shit like something changed a little bit with, when we realised with the whole script and stuff that she was still in a chair. And so <laughs> we, we were shooting another scene and the composer's out, out the back. And I didn't realize this till I saw the behind the scenes. The composer's out the back in the garden taking apart a skateboard that he found in my garage to try and put wheels on the, the base of this chair. And I, I, I remember coming out and going, that's really good, man, but 
I've got a feeling this isn't going to work. Like, that looks seen, like yeah, it's going to yeah. break. And everyone was like, no, it's fine. It's fine. And there's a couple of points in the behind the scenes where I'm kind of like, that's not going to work. That's going to break. And like, as soon as we call like action, it just breaks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but also I had Nadia's hair, like her actual hair combed up towards my hand. And because obviously I'm not dragging her hair, obviously for the point, right. everyone is going to know I'm not dragging her hair. I'm not a, a knob. But, so, um, we've so, got a, what is it? That, so, so for that, like the, the harness that Sam wore in the hanging, obviously to make it safe, she's wearing mm -hmm. a harness. It's a builder's it's hanging. The same, yeah, it's the same it's harness we used thing. for the hair. So she's wearing a full body harness with the rope going up inside her hair. So Pulling her from oh, the yeah, no, yeah. middle. Yeah, yeah. There's no tension in her hair. So and I've got her hair the, wrapped around my hand. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. And it's like, but the wheels just snapped instantly yeah. off, off the chair. <laughs> the chair being there. So it's like, so the, the end thing you see is me with her hair wrapped around my hand. Loose enough where we're there going, is that all right, Nadia? Is that fine? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Neil. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. She's the poshest person you'll ever hear. The poshest person yeah, yeah. you'll ever get. And I'm from the shittest place of England ever. Uh, is that okay? Are you okay? Are you fine? Is that all right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Cool, cool. So we've got the thing wrapped around and it's all safe and everyone's checked it. Producers, first ADs, directors, and everything doing the job. And I. <laughs> have to drag her down that alleyway and that what you see in the in the in the corridor right. is it's a rope with a very good wrapped <laughs> piece of yeah. hair to make <laughs> it look like it's me going brum, 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 pulling pulling her through it and well you see the results it's the it's the cover of the film that shot is the cover of the film yeah and we didn't we didn't retake that photo that that's her actual that expression her that just captured a moment of terror that she's a genius we've never seen great. again and we were like adam we were designed cohen we, we initially designed yeah, me and lucy on them yeah, 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 yeah. we did green screen Sorry, let's get them in there and then adam was like nope I'm kind of feeling just the still from the film of Nadia screaming. And I was like, yeah. do you know what? I, I'm getting so, so I kind of pulled I'm, it up I'm and vigorous. I blew it up to like just her face. Um, and I'm like, I'm surprised that's still holding up because it's, it's a still from a film uh -huh. and, and it's, it's not retaken. That's actually from the film. Yeah. And then kind of adjusted the background to kind of add that iconic wallpaper in and stuff. But it's just amazing. Just that capture. And a few people have said, that actor, that actress, not even seeing the film, just seeing the poster and going, that actress has has, has managed to capture pure that terror, terror in that frame. Yeah, yeah. It's so oh, yeah. You, don't, you don't know from that from that picture of Nadia's face with the blood. People go, oh shit, host, what, what, like, what is this? Because I mean, she could have just been really scared of half skateboards. She could have been <laughs> halfway through. The other the other funny thing was that when Sam went to drag then Lee oh, down yeah. the corridor, he was on a half a skateboard as well. <laughs> and we were like, yeah, just drag him by one leg. Like, you know how Neil drags um, Cassie out of the room, one arm, yes, just yeah. grabs her leg, drags, and we were like, just do it like that. Like and she grabbed one leg child. and she just went and yeah. fell flat on her face. And, we were like, <laughs> and she was like, maybe, can I do it with two hands? And we were like, let's give it a go because it's not going to work. Like, like, it's because I had like, I was trying to <coughs> I had one hand behind me, one hand trying to like hold, I don't know what I had. 
So I just had no answer. I just fell right on my mouth. <laughs> and, I got, and I just ate the carpet. Like the thing is, is that thing works. That scene works, and that 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 picture and that what you guys have used for the for the for the for the DVD showcase, the front the the, the front runner of the film is is ridiculous. I remember Ben like a lot of Ben's you score. If you guys don't care, we're going to use that picture for our episode. Oh, yes, wait, sure. Sure. That's our favorite it's picture. It's the I most iconic thing about the film. Everyone's okay, cool. seeing it at the moment, hosts. And every time you search hosts, I search it on Google every day to try and work out where we are and what we're doing. You know, it's, you just like reading your name in the credits, My private time is different to the film time. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you know, it's like you said, um, you're... Talking about getting the everyone in the in the picture, you know, trying to set it up. Um, but like uh, sometimes, like I always say, less is more. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's a perfect picture. It it's a perfect, and it's it's not a bunch of things. It's just it's what it's, it, it's what it is. And if it exactly. sells the film as it is, and that is a key point. It is so good for the film. But less is more, but not when it comes to terrifying the, Nadia. Then the more problem is we have is terrifying the, Nadia. The more is more. <laughs> oh, yeah. the, the, the problem we have is that it, it. I think it's such a perfect picture, but we've we've had certain. Uh, what's the word? Uh, oh. uh, not locations. What's it? What's it called? Not. Lo I'm, I'm just being dunce now. Situations like uh, territories. Certain territories. Yeah. Oh, don't gotcha. do not like the blood on the face. So yeah, take it off. I've had to kind of. Don't want to watch the film. Photoshop yeah, exactly. the blood <laughs> off a bit. I've had to photoshop the blood off a bit for different territories. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Thanks, it really China. kind of lessens it. In my head, but... <laughs> That's so <laughs> weird because you know I would love it if you just did the same poster but with a big plaster on the front. You know, you you mentioned different territories. Like over here, it's just you know in the u.s it's i mean it's talking about the evil dead remake i mean shit it's nothing but blood yeah, <laughs> yeah but the evil dead remake is the only thing that's credible about the remakes that have happened in the last 10 years like that that is the only remake i've ever actually enjoyed and yeah. gone fuck you you've actually taken into consideration what the whole original film was about yeah. and if, have you seen the friday the 13th remake now get the fuck in the bin hey please. that has that has a uh it was so it's so okay. bad that you want to burn I it. Watch, in, I went and watched this in theater, right? When oh. it first yeah, came you're out. Yeah, you're for doing that. Why okay, would you do that? Hey, I have to watch. It's part of, it's part of my job, kind of, so to speak. I have you to have to it. like it. That's fine. But, so but what's, what was bad about it was is that I'm sitting there watching this movie, right? Um, <laughs> and I'm with my wife. and so, um, Were you? No, was, no there's no, a couple no. of people with us, right? In front of us was about oh i don't know maybe 10 12 and 13 year old girls on their phone right <laughs> well if you remember the movie yeah. there's a damn sex scene in that yeah. movie that lasts about 10 and a half minutes oh ah. of course I, I i plan my schedule around that <laughs> I, well, i'm sitting well, i'm sitting there and like i'm like i don't feel right nope. even being in this <laughs> with all these kids in front of me and there's this sex scene and there's like a i don't know a three-story <clears throat> group on the freaking screen i'm like yeah. i don't feel right doing this like i can't even well, what, what the was funny is, is last year we decided so there was a friday the 13th that popped up last summer and there was a full moon that night 
So yeah. we decided we were going to do a Facebook live show on Friday the 13th and talk about, you know, horror stuff and the movies and whatsoever. Well, we had the remake playing in the background, and there's a section in that video, if you go back and watch the video, where all of a sudden Ryan and I are just totally silent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when you're, in the, when, you're in the, when you're in the cinema with all these 13-year-olds and, <laughs> and you've got these, these, this, this stuff on and the screen. And you chapter five of Weinstein's... Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, do you want to borrow my Weinstein biography? Exactly. I looked over at my wife and I'm like, I can't, I, I don't even know what to do right now. I'm like, I, I just want to leave. That's the time you don't want to go for a toilet break. Trust me. It's not even horror, but my, my girlfriend. Don't want to get caught in the bathroom during the. <clears throat> not even horror, but my girlfriend's like son is a big fan of Borat because I showed him <laughs> Borat. Like I, I don't know if you guys are familiar. I don't know. Oh how, yeah, I know how... Borat, Ali G. I know all of the <clears> stuff he's done. Yeah, yeah. So like back when when that first film came out, and I have to to say to my Moses's son, "Have you ever seen Borat?" And he looks at me with like discontent and goes, <laughs> "Are you trying to be cool with me or what?" Because you can't really on a bike <laughs> further than like ten yards. And I'm like, "No, have you watched this?" And I, I show it him, and he's like, "There, going." Oh my god! Sh shit. So like, it, it, does Texas really not like get on with these kind of people in life and all this kind of stuff? And I'm trying to educate him really quickly about how this guy is a satirist and he's, yeah, he's yeah. basically taking the mic. And then I, I sent him a thing earlier on today going, "Oh, Borat, Borat's got another finger, like number two. And he's like, "No," and he's 13 and he can't get these kind of relationships between a what. England think of stuff and be what America thinks of stuff and now uh -huh. it all amalgamates together and we're like ah. I'm so glad he's not my son so 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 moving back onto the film what was that we got the head drag scene where are we at next so what do you want to talk stabbing. about uh, so the next thing the next thing that we're coming up on is the possession of eric when you guys go into the room and they force him to watch the tv mm -hmm. you know this old like a crt tv or whatever TV, yeah. that was a bargain by the way that, that uh, i bet it was yeah. i bet it was <laughs> it was like three pound an hour <laughs> see that'd be an antique over here we'd probably pay a freaking high price for that yeah, thing yeah. yeah i mean it wasn't it wasn't cheap but it's it's like trying to try to find those it types was. of tvs we're looking rocking up into the 200s but oh we didn't yeah pay that for it yeah it yeah, was, it was a good like, price so like 70 pounds or something wasn't it i think it was 50 50 yeah super yeah. cheap Wow. Yeah. So the, the, yeah. the possession so, scene, yeah. Yeah, so what, what I was getting at is, is the possession scene with him, he's forced to watch this video where the camera is moving up through this. God, well, I don't even know theory. how to explain it. It's like a rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there is know. an explanation that um, I... <laughs> Sam's just cracked up, and I'm just watching. Really scared me with that noise. So there's an explanation that maybe we shouldn't say just yet, Rich. Okay. Oh, that's, that's no. Yeah, yeah. no yeah, there is like, yeah. We, I can't remember if it was covered in the interview or not. 
No, I, thought, I, I think it's something we haven't quite said yet. There are, there, I guess there are a few different meanings and layers to this film, but there's one. There's, there's, it'd be interesting to not say anything until someone maybe works it out. We're in danger. I'm, I'm, I'm very much, I like to talk and I like to kind of explain everything that we, our thought process behind it. But I think, Sometimes some things are better left unsaid because, because it creates conversation. Like we listened to a podcast the other day and we didn't get on an interview with the guys and I'm trying to book one for tomorrow actually with them because they, they absolutely adored the film and that was really awesome to hear, but they had these crazy theories and I'm like, that's really interesting that they're coming up with these theories that we haven't even thought about. And we had another podcast and they were like, What's what's your theory on triangles? You've got a lot of triangles. You got a lot of triangles in your film, like what, <laughs> you know, were those triangles intentional? They must be Shit, because there's a lot triangles. of films like Hereditary that deals with triangles, and you must be talking about triangles because you must have got to like film triangles. School, like, we don't know nothing about triangles, man. Like, what do we? I think if we unveil the whole curtain, there's a lot of subtext in the film. I'm sure you gathered like some people don't like that we had a, a, a review the other day that was like none of this film makes any sense <laughs> it's just garbage like it like it's oh, then there's this happens and then there's a picture and then there's this and it doesn't explain anything and it's garbage and it's like okay hey, give it another watch. Like, there's, 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 there's a lot of subtext in there that like is proper planned and it's like what happens when you turn your brain on <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we like that. Like the, our favorite films are like Hereditary, Midsummer, and stuff. And there's so much right. subtext, and there's a lot of secondary meaning to it. Like yeah, you if you break yep. Midsummer down to 100%. its core, what it's about, it's about a broken relationship. And but you don't get that as the face value at all. Like it's like, and and I, that's the films we love. Do you know what I mean? Right. It's it's not about that. And like, Host isn't about a home invasion. That's not what it's about oh. at its core. Like, <laughs> it's, the way that's the the, the world that it's that the theater is taking place in, but it's, it's, it, that's not the core meaning behind the film. Exactly. Right. You know I mean? Right. Yeah. 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 That's, I mean, I gotcha. So I, I just want to know the picture above the bed. Yeah. Is that Michael? Yeah. No, no, that's, <laughs> that's what, Abraham. What? Do what? That's Abraham. You, you're, you're That's American. Abraham. Okay. Okay. You're, you're Bible thumping. <laughs> it's Missouri. It might not be. Like this. Okay. <laughs> so, no, I, I was just kind of curious because there's a lot of subtle. Uh, I don't know. But religion. why do you say that? Why do you say this? Well, I, I was just Michael's wondering Abraham. because of the father's yep. name. Uh, Michael. You know, All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that's, that's Abraham with his son on the altar. That's. Okay. 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 Because because there is a little bit of religious imagery in here. Yeah. But there's a lot of lack of religion. Yeah. Fucking dumb, right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, see, this is like this is something that kind of you know opening up a bit. This is something that I guess me and Adam like maybe slightly battled on a little bit, but I, I was brought up in a Christian family, my dad's a preacher and, and, and that type of thing. And Adam's very much kind of the opposite. So Does he ever just look at you and shake his head. <laughs> I said, I, I said, to him, right, we got a film out coming out in America and like, we've, we've got into two of the biggest film festivals in the world. And he's like, 
that's amazing. Like, where can I buy this? And I said, yeah, I'm not going to want to buy this. I said, just avoid it. You're not going to want this. Um, but yeah, um, so like we had a little bit of kind of discussion and I was like, I, I don't, I'm not into the kind of the religious kind of references and stuff. And I'm like, well, that's kind of a lot of my background. And, and, and it's kind of like, not that it's like, it's, it's not a religious film. It's not trying to, no, no. You or anything like that, but there's a lot of kind of, um, I guess, biblical history in there about the history of demons and where they come mm-hmm. from. And, um, and there's some and, connotation there. Yeah, and, and I guess the the duality of 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 a lot of the story is being abandoned by your father, and and I guess the, the I was thinking, what? How would the demons feel if you if you kind of put them in a place where they were like us? is they've been kicked out. They've been created by God and then right. kicked out and abandoned. And how would they feel in that situation? And how would they, they would want revenge on their father, which would be God. Right. Brother. The duality of that would be abandoned by, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So th- there's that duality, but in the same character. So Jack as the human is was abandoned by his father and Jack as the, the demon was abandoned by his father. Oh, right. And there's, there's that duality, and it really comes across in what Lucy says in that tooth pudding scene. Kind of, it's that duality that works for both scenarios, if you know what I mean. Yeah, mm. yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. What you said, like, there, like, for, for me, a lot of the time, and I'm, I'm sure this came up for you guys, like, when people do things like that, you sort of think, who's the actual demon? Yeah. Right. Massively. Massively. Obviously, you know. Tormenting people. Let <laughs> me yeah. bash your head in with his hammer. <laughs> because at the end of the day, you have to... We know who the demons were in this movie. got a bit smashy, but... Yeah, but you, have to, you still have to draw it back and look at the people that did those horrible acts yeah. in the film weren't horrible people in the beginning. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So it was, it was nothing to do with Lucy as Lucy as a person, nothing to do with Jack as Jack as a person. Yeah. Like, if you, if you go back, we were loving each other and, and buying Christmas presents and being happy as shit before yeah. shit hit the fan. And that's why you right. We are still people that ended up... They become horrible monsters later on. Mm-hmm. You still feel empathy for them. Ex- mm. Exactly. Yeah. We, we, we were there at the beginning being fucking lovely. Like, you can never take that away. And right. you, like, like Rich and Adam massively touch on it every time they talk about it is they're not bad people there. They, they became something that was out of their control. Yeah. And right. there's elements where you see yeah. Lucy as Lucy pleading with, uh, shit, I'm not part of, uh, no, that's not me. You don't see it with Jack so much, but there's yeah. every single scene we're in, there's an element underneath of, we're trying to push through to go. Well, shit, we don't want to be doing this. Mm. This no, we have no control. But the, the, I guess what I, the, the, what we said before is that the theme of the film is essentially like the the failure of parenting. Yep. Um, and yeah. and that's evident in the characters. And this is what I, I found so amazing. And there was lots of stuff in what Adam wrote in the script and I like Massively. he went away and wrote the script and came back and I was kind of reading it and going, this really works. It's really cool. But then the more I read it and the more we like, even after we filmed it, I've gone, wow. Like what you put in there, the depth of these characters of what it means is incredible. Ridiculous. Like yeah. Eric, he, he's, he's a bit of a wet 
fart and he's he's just so needy he's, he's so needy and just wants his father's attention all the time and that's because his father feels so much guilt about the son he abandoned that he's actually abandoning his second son in right. the process of that do you know what i mean and it's it's just this failure of fatherhood on all levels and that's kind of the core of what host mm -hmm. is about i gotcha i gotcha <laughs> Have you guys lost me? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. no, no. Just, gone, just gone quiet. Like I'd we had a little something. glitch on our screen. <laughs> and, uh, but, yeah. Uh, so, you guys want to talk about the wood scene? We kind of talked about that before, but the, the aspect of Nadia uh, or Lauren being out there by herself and then apparently the camera guy is <laughs> showing up there beside her to torment her oh yeah yeah shorty 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 <laughs> yeah yeah we, we were just like on the day and we were gonna get the sound guy again and he was like nah nope. i'm done getting naked <laughs> like <laughs> and then sean was we were like sean can you step up to the plate we're kind of running out of crew here to right. check in the film and he was like yeah yeah man i'm, I'm down for it um and then he smashed it. I think he's got such a good look and such an evil yeah. grin. He does. The way he yeah. was crouched down and his movements and mannerisms yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Very creepy. Very creepy scene. I tried to look after him with this because it was freezing that night with this big duvet. And like, I'm, I'm half his height. So I'm just trying to sort of cover him as soon as he comes off set. And he's like, did I look loosey enough? And I was like, what? It was like, well, I'm trying to you be loosey look loose enough. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I think it's he the best compliment anyone could have given me. He was really self-conscious about just looking bad, and it was like, man, you look ace. Like, it's no, he looked wicked. He smashed yeah. it, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And I like how you guys did the, the, the following scene where, you know, the father goes into Lauren's bedroom, and she's not there. So he throws open the curtain, and then that's when we see the others out there. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, with the same eye and the, the just creepy. And I think at that moment, that's when the father finally starts to put two and two together and see, you know, what's going on. I liked, I liked how you guys did the eyes too. I really liked how you did them um, because it wasn't, um, it's rich. That it was, was subtle. Yeah. It was subtle. That was really cool. I liked it because sometimes you see people do stuff and it, the eyes just look too, I mean, you know, they'll put some contacts in and it just looks too, I don't know, overdone. Yeah. That looked yeah. really good. It was like really, really spot on and subtle, but you noticed it and I, I liked well, it. Well, the one thing we just sort of decided to was kind of creative side of things was when we've seen, <clears throat> I mean, it's not an original idea having blue glowing eyes at all. Um, but one thing we wanted to do, and it's not something we've seen in a lot of films, was they do like the iris, the bit that's normally has color they'd make that glow. And, uh -huh. and we were like, that's not kind of, doesn't represent what we wanted to do was show the light coming from out from inside. So we wanted the, the bit that's the hole to glow. Like there's a light inside them glowing out. Right. If yes. you know what I mean? So that was like the very pupil glowing. And that was, I guess, different to other films that I've seen. Um, yeah. Where a lot of times they'll black out the, the iris or whatever, you know, mm. Um, yeah. and I guess that explains a lot with the light coming out of the mouth and mm. 
you know. Yeah. It's meant to be like light emanating from inside because it's that right. The, yeah. orb, the, the light. I mean, going back to the biblical references, you know, it says that demons come as angels of light. So that's kind of a lot where um, that that thing came from from Adam's original idea of seeing this light and his his ex girlfriend saying she saw a light in the garden. Yeah. Like, well, what could that be? And then the idea of like taking that to that next thing of it possessing someone and it representing demons coming as lights. Um, and so the lights inside them and it's kind of emanating out of the, the holes in them. Yeah. You know totally. I mean? Oh yeah. 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 yeah I liked it oh, a lot. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, of course we're getting towards the end here and the, the killing of the father. <laughs> uh, One of the most, I, to be honest, I don't know what's more unsettling in terms of murders, that or the dinner scene. I, I think it's so horrible. They're and so I close. Really, I really wanted to... I actually watched real videos to, oh, to, and uh, yeah. to, to know what kind of sounds you one makes, you know, right. and because it, I needed it to, to be as real as possible. So like, oh, and yeah. I've seen, Know how you see stuff over the years, you know your oh, friend. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Or yeah. <laughs> and I did some, <laughs> did some research, and like, <laughs> and I was telling Frank, you need to sound guttural. It needs to oh, sound see, yeah. controlled, and and I think he did it perfectly. There's a f few of those that yeah, just absolutely just, so horrible. Well, and and well, the way Neil was slashing at him, it wasn't just a a jab. Yeah. It was a slice, well, and you know. The, the thing with this was, and I'm sure you don't mind me saying this, is I, I spoke with Adam and Rich about that whole scene for me is, is Jack's thing within the film. That, that, the, the way he kills his fuck. Yeah, we're spoiling it. Yeah, well, yeah, that because I. The way he kills it, it is, is that it, I, I couldn't do it in a traditional way of horror films of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. <clears throat> There's no way I could do that, and <clears throat> the way I work is <clears throat> everything needs to be real and everything needs to be honest. And the, what I drew from that is I spoke to Adam <clears throat> because Rich a lot of the time is is, is so in in with the cinematography side and the whatever. I spoke with Adam so many times of when I was at school growing up doing what I did. There was a kid that um, went to prison for killing someone's grandfather for robbing him and blah, blah, blah. And we're like, okay, cool. And then he gets out of prison because he was went into prison when he was um, underage and then came out of prison. And the reason he went back to prison was because he stabbed someone 36 times in the stomach. Wow. And you go, I go, cool. Right? Okay, I know this this guy. I know this kid. I know, I know, I know him. I, I spoke with him. Nothing bad to the eye to talk with this guy but yeah. he stabbed someone 36 times in the stomach and this kid's on like permanent dialysis or, or whatever for his life and I have to question as, a, as an actor going I, don't, I, fucking, I, I get why someone would stab someone or shoot someone Right. But I don't get why someone would stab someone 36 fucking times right yeah. right yeah, yeah. It's shit me man rage. yeah, a lot of yeah. Rage. So, so, so I have to then draw upon the, 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 the iconic that you see yeah. like from Halloween and all the other films. Right. Well, I want this, 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 as, as much as that dinner scene is, is it so visceral and, and whatever. 
And you've seen that scene with the father. The, the camera doesn't cut away too much. Yeah. Right. You see a, a shitload of what goes on, and I'm thinking that has to be a unhumanistic and un, 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 unhuman because right. if you show someone humanly stabbing someone, it takes a lot of courage in front to stab someone. It, it's like guns for show, knives for a pro. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's a, a, a metal song. It, right. you, can't, you, can't, you can't stab someone once and feel like great. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. taken a lot of courage. But to do, to do that, like you're doing the thing in Alien with the fucking... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But you're doing that on someone's chest and face whilst you're looking at them. It's, that's disturbing. And right. a, a cool fact for you now is that knife... And, uh, I have to say this because fuck, it's just, just, just genius. And it's just... I put that 12-inch knife in my leg and me and Adam had to go to A&E. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Shit. So that whole scene there was... Um, end of the evening last scene to be shot um blah 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 we're, we're doing this so that's six in the morning by that point wasn't it six in the morning by that point and we had 12 inch knife in the hand and we had fake torso bang 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 but we also had foam foam knife no no knife just the handle with real frank jakeman Going, ugh, terrible joke after terrible right. joke. Bang, 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 bang. And we're smashing the fake knife into his chest, and it looks great. But the other angle with the real knife, uh, I'm just going, right, as creative as I was trying to be with it. Bang, 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 bang. 12 inch ah. knife in the thigh, in the thigh, straight in the thigh. And the words that come out, and forgive everyone who remembers, fuck, is it my leg? Fuck, is it my leg? Rich is there. <laughs> With the camera and the and the, <laughs> the camera and whatever, <laughs> just looking, going, yeah, we're gonna have to do that again. <laughs> like, fuck, it's in my leg and fuck, and I'm standing up, going, dude, I can't do this again. And he's like, why? What? What? What's going on? And then I'm <laughs> like, dude, and I stand up and I've had to pull the knife out of my leg because I've just, I've just completely fucking mistimed what I'm trying to do so creatively to make sure it doesn't look just tacky. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ah! You know, he's been when he throws him the thing. Like, ah! 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 I put the nice there. Straight up, straight in the leg, and I'm going, fuck. <laughs> and then it's pissing down my leg, and I can feel the cold blood, and I'm thinking I'm dying. I'm thinking it's like, oh shit. And I, I get taken to another room, and, and in the room we're in now, actually, and sat on a chair. And I'm sat there with this, like, pulled a 12 inch knife out of my leg, and I'm thinking I'm gonna die, man. I'm like, I've hit an artery. I've hit an artery, man. Oh my God. I've hit an artery. The next thing is Adam, bless his little face. Look at that face there just coming in. Imagine yeah. that guy, the best guy in the world, just comes in and sort of kneels down in front of you, like, like he's gonna propose, like, <laughs> dude. I fucking love you, man. You're right. And I'm like, <laughs> he's yeah. holding his hand at this point. Holding my hand, and I'm like, yeah, I'm cool, man. It's fine. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. I'm ready to carry on, man. Just set the lights again. It's fine. Because Rich was like, I can't probably need that again because I didn't get what I needed. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good like, enough, I'll be honest. It needed another Tears coming down my face, and this, uh, the, the, the man of the hour, Adam, just holding my hand, going, it's okay, dude, man. I love you, man. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, and then the producer <laughs> came in and poured some kind of cocaine on it, and <laughs> it was like some antiseptic powder. <laughs> cocaine, just for the record, it was not no, obviously. Hey, what, hey, whatever, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, I'm sat there going, don't waste it on my knees. <laughs> But that was the end of the film. Yeah. yeah. But he took me to hospital and I had one stitch in my leg. One, <laughs> one fucking stitch. Did you just get bro. some ripping for having one stitch? And one stitch more yeah. than I'm known as. I thought he was cool. dying, but he only needed one stitch. <laughs> one stitch more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Me and, me and Adam are there in the, in the hospital just making up bullshit about why there's a gash in my leg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did some trick with my knife, tried to show off in front of friends, and it went wrong. And then he's like, "Yeah, yeah." Oh, it, it was just—it was the most <laughs> surreal experience. But again, 100% my fault, man. I, I tried to do something that didn't look anything different in any kind of historical yeah. film. And it, but it's still there, man. You wouldn't even known that if I just said yeah. it. And yeah, yeah, that was I mean, Adam's. And that fucking scene is phenomenal. I mean, you guys, you guys fucking nailed it. Yeah. Well, I mean, and then that you just got into it. That just shows how much you're yeah, man. in that moment. And then you were into it enough to stab yourself in the leg. <laughs> no, but this is the point. Is, these That's guys commitment. put it out there what they need to do, and I'm, and I, I surely speak for the whole of the cast, like Nadia, Sam. Whatever these guys need. I mean, previously, these guys did a trailer for their other script and they were like, oh, there's this really cool lake that's got like really like dead wood and everything everywhere. Like, Neil, would you mind just walking out into the middle of the lake, like wading out while we film it in slow motion? <laughs> and while there's this big like black hole in the sky. And I'm like, yeah, of course I'll do that for you. One foot into this lake, which was stagnant as, as, stagnant as yeah. anything you'll ever think. I put my foot in it went boom. I lost my shoe, I lost my foot, and I waded to the middle of this thing for these and guys. It stank. As soon as he broke the tension on the water, it was that was just toilet water. But I did <laughs> everything. Oh, it smelled so bad. And I will still to this day do anything that A Adam ever tells me to do and B Rich ever tells me to do. Can you leave, please? I, <laughs> and thank you and thank like, you. I trust these guys wholeheartedly this is something you don't get in cinema is when right. actors sometimes don't wholeheartedly trust the directors they're working with and you learn your lesson I exactly. <laughs> but, no, these are, anything Adam tells me to do like, I, I, again I'll say it again he's, Adam is already an idol of mine in what he's already done in what he does and when these two come together with Rich as as a cinematographer, what I was an idol, idolized his work. I, anything they could tell me to do, I would do anything. And it's you don't get that a lot when you can trust someone so much yeah. to yeah. do what you uh, you don't oh, yeah. even care if it's bad for you. In yeah, the world. and and the roles that they've given both of us have been like fantastically incredible. Yeah. And I mean, I, I've said before, and I'll say it again, it's it's very rare to have uh, to to be a, a, a female in a film. Yeah. where you are a co-lead and you're not considered a bitch and you're not considered bossy, but you are just as powerful as the men. And it's right. kind of... Oh, yeah. You know what it's I mean? It's all about the men and the women here, and I get what you're saying there. Yeah, it's, and, it's and it's, it's very rare. It's about fucking time that someone actually paid attention to that we men and women are as equal as, as each other. Or and maybe we're just better than you. <laughs> you. You might be. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
But I'm the leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the leprechaun. And that's you know when the, the fourth about? Chad of Foster's kicks in. <laughs> Wayne's world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just trying to break We're... some of this gayness going on. We don't tip Where's Garth at? <laughs> Oh, oh Garth! Yeah. We don't want to. We don't want to ruin. <laughs> That's the my end Garth the down there in the hat. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't want to ruin the end of the movie. So we're not going to talk too much about. Down, now, 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 now. We've just ruined the rest of the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just we just stepped on the rest of it though. But I do have a question though. In your guys' minds, what is going to make your film stand out over other horror films that are coming out right now? That scene. <laughs> that scene. Any of them. Or it's not host. I think what um <laughs> what really touched yeah. on earlier um is that I think we've managed to to find a balance between having a story and having gore. And it's not yeah. one extreme of of the other, it's somewhere in between. And yeah. it's something that I, I feel I feel like you can <clears throat> you can really appreciate, but at the same time you can really be entertained by it as well. And you can really feel for the, I don't know, like it's, it's a dramatic thriller told on the platform of, of supernatural horror. You know, it's, yeah. it's not just a yeah. typical horror film. And yes, there are scenes in it, particularly the scene, you know, the dinner scene yeah. that everyone's talking about. And that's what got the industry talking before we signed yeah. a deal with, with the wonderful dark sky films, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's that, and I think I think the thing that's different about this film is it's it's super gory. Like, as far as I'm aware, and the the way people are reacting is it's it's up there with the best of them as far as the gore. But it's it's not about that, which that's is right. what most gore films that are to that extreme are about. It's that's what the whole film is. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Come and watch this gore. But that's not kind of what Host is about. We've not advertised the trailer. You notice has got nothing about gore. Oh, Do you know yeah. what I mean? And it's like that's not the advertisement. That's not what the point of the film is. But it's there to just go, baff, like go. and take yeah. you by surprise. And then it's back to normal. Like we we spoke to someone on a podcast the other day, and they were saying there's only really two gory scenes in the, the film. It's not like spashy, that. That's spashy. what the film yeah, is yeah. about, and that's what the entirety is about. Is that. Yeah. torture porn it's not of that it's you've got these pivotal moments that are built up for a long time to get to and then there's the payoff and i think that's what i think i haven't seen before not to kind of say our film's really original it might not be at all like and people hate it but i i think that's what i personally haven't seen before is that level of gore that's i mean maybe midsummer kind of has that kind of vibe where you have extreme gore but it's not all the time. It's, it's yeah, just it's not all about that. That's we, sparse. We, we had that feedback with the film of the first, like, um, 20 minutes of, of hosts. Sets you up thinking it's going to be something different. No one speaks. You just watch this and you think it's going to be this dread film that's going to do this and do that. And it really doesn't. And then it gets into a next element of, of what goes on, which is the relationship between the two main characters, as you would call main characters. And then it goes and takes you to the other characters in the film, which become the main characters of the film. And you follow that. So we've had people going, it, it does this and does that. Well, I'm so confused by it does this and does that. And they dwell upon how it's so different. But 
that's not a problem to, to, to me uh, when I read the script and not a problem to you guys when you were directing it. It's because you have to have an element of ultra-realism for you to associate what is going on with how you will feel about it. Yeah. Like you guys feel something about what yeah. happens in that, that scene, the dinner scene and everything else. It's because you care about the characters. And if me yeah. and Sam weren't there being so normal and natural down to life, we've all got friends that annoy the shit out of you when they're talking because they're just <laughs> so like, so annoyingly nice and you go, cool, fine. But that is life, man. And these two characters have something put upon them that they didn't ask for, man. They 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 right. really didn't ask for it. Like, we were happy in our little bubble of, of exchanging presents and being wonderful with each other. And then something took us by surprise and forced us upon someone else yeah. that yeah. weren't expecting it. And there's never any... You never see in the film the Hendersons hating these two for coming around for dinner. You never see that. And yeah. in life, there's always blame. There's always, oh, they came around and Fuck shit There's no yeah. blame in this film. It's there's so much innocence played out through disgustingness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pure nihilism. Pure yeah, nihilism. he's purely up there with that, <laughs> and that's down to the writing, the way that Rich and Adam decided to shoot certain scenes, the way that they played out, the fact that it's thirty something odd minutes before something happens in the fucking horror world. Oh, nothing happens till this point. No, no, no. Everything happens in that point until well, you get to the point where you give you a shit. You guys have built up so much tension to that point. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I got to say, you guys did an awesome job with it. And like I said, evidently, you guys did something right because everyone's talking about it. And I'm going to tell you, like, I'm a huge, huge horror fan. And um, I'm, a, I'm a movie fan, period. But I'm a huge horror fan. And I'm going to tell you that, like, the suspense of it, especially that one scene and even the stabs, the, the scene where you kill the father, um, that whole build, like I said, I was literally rocking with her in my chair. Like I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I was just, that's something that, as far as we are concerned as horror fans, we love right. that stuff. Because right. that means right. you're putting me in your mindset right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... And that's how I'm feeling what you're feeling. I'm like, okay, I'm building that up in myself. And then, bam, it hits. And it's just, it's awesome. This is I, one thing we've heard a lot of. So. Really glad. And I'm really glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. yeah this, this, this is one thing we've heard a lot of. And I'm not, not kind of naming names and stuff. But we've, we've had um, big platforms kind of watch it and go, hmm. You need to follow the algorithm. And you need to have a death at... No, Point. you need at, to at, at, at 10 minutes, 32 seconds needs to be the first death because the algorithm shows that same. and this. And, and I'm like, huh? Oh. But what we found is that like horror fans, like core horror fans, mm -hmm. respond really, really well to it. And, and this is where we love Dark Sky because they've had our back with that because they are true horror fans. Yeah. And mm -hmm. they've been like, uh, like, not arguing our case, but like kind of going, this is to the algorithm going kind of kind of like kind of sod the algorithm like listen to the fans like an algorithm can only tell you what's already out there if, exactly. does that make sense yeah, like yeah. an algorithm is based on what 
is already out. Have done. Yeah. 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 And what all the algorithm is based so on what everyone is wanting to not see. You they can't come up with a, an original idea yeah. using an algorithm that are based on what's already out there. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Does that oh, make yeah. sense? You got to be, be you. Like I said, be true to you. We're like, yeah, just exactly. like with our little podcast that we have and what yeah. we're trying to build, we're true to ourselves. Quit and, saying it's little. Oh, uh, you know. <laughs> I've been oh, here my whole life. Wait, wait, wait. We could make but, uh, ten million dollars rather than five million dollars if you'd have done that differently. Yeah. <laughs> you, man, but that, that's like something that. that's very much us and our team is like we're, we're super, super true to what we want to do, and if people like it, that's awesome. And we've had so much great feedback, and 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 like overwhelming. So I think so far we've had quite a few reviews out and and podcasts and stuff and only we've only had one review come back and go i really hated this do you know yeah. what i mean and, yeah. and and that's that's amazing like we i was expecting I a, a lot of hate because we stuck to our guns and we made a film for us we didn't make a film for the algorithm we didn't make a film for and, and this is the problem i not to speak out of turn but I've, I've worked or seen other people and when when they're talking about making a film they're like I think we're going to do this idea because that sells and we need to have these boxes ticked to sell in that yeah. country. And we need to make sure that we've got this because of that. And, um, and that's going to make that sell here. And it's yeah. like, what? No. Like, yeah. Yeah. Are, are, are you creative at all? Like no. just make, make the film that you want to make, make the film that you man. love. Like, <laughs> like me and Adam just uh, absolutely abhor that stuff of, just ticking boxes and following algorithms like that's just so unhuman exactly do you know what i mean algorithms, like the films that algorithms are based on those films were not made based on algorithms so mm. then it's right. like yeah. okay well, then every time any film gets made the algorithm should change so it, yeah oh yeah no you guys are doing it right because evidently <laughs> you know you guys like you said you've had plenty friends of, like it yeah yeah a great fate feedback so I, I just want to say that I thank you guys for, you know, giving us your time and stuff. I mean, I know it's late over there. so you know. well, Thank you for giving us your time. We enjoy a good combo, man. Well, I can yeah. tell you, I was going well, to say, if you guys ever have anything else that you're putting out, um, give us a shout. Yeah, and we'll, we we'll, will. We will be in touch. In, yeah, in, definitely. If you, guys in, ever, if you guys ever just want to come on the show and just bullshit. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, it, man. man. <laughs> We'd love to have you guys on. Yeah, I really like... specialize in waffling bullshit. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> waffle and bullshit to... seem to go hand in hand. I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I actually got to get on this conversation. I was pretty pissed because, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. been an issue with my my bosses. I'll oh, tell your boss to go oh, suck mate, a fuck, mate. man. Hey, I'd love to have hey. you in. Like. I'm trying to do my own thing here, just like you guys have built up just, yourselves. We're trying bro, to just walk back into work and go, do you know who the fuck we were talking to last yeah. night? <laughs> <laughs> I had Adam Leader and fucking Richard Oakes and Samantha Loxley. And yeah, so fuck fucking off. Fucking podcast. About your business. About your business. Yeah, fuck fuck you. you. Well, yeah, man. You guys are awesome. I uh, appreciate yeah, your awesome. time for real. Well, thank and, you. Uh, you guys have been amazing. Thank you. Been really, thank been you so much for man. spending all this time with us. No, Can we get oh, do you know what? It is a pleasure, man. Yeah, what's that? Thank you for not do, do a little stinger for us and say uh, thanks for watching the Horror Chronicles podcast and keep it creepy. 
you know what you need to do though before he does that is you need to at the start of this podcast you forgot adam off it so adam needs to introduce himself so you can edit that in yeah yeah definitely i, definitely. I can't have my boy being left out yeah because he wasn't bit. here whenever we uh first started no adam was on it you, you, we went through uh rich me and sam and you left adam out i'm not having him left out. are you kidding me I promise Adam, you, my I'm brother. Sorry. I didn't know that I left <laughs> it out there. No, it's not a problem, but I need Eddie. No to wonder be added. he's been shaking his head. I wasn't going to say. <laughs> he's a douche. Yeah, sorry. He's nowhere near a douche. Don't worry about it. It's all good. <laughs> we'll get you in there. Do it. Adam, you go. I'm Adam Leader. I'm the director of host. Boom. No, no, because no one else said that. I think he just said, oh, hey, we got rich. Trust me, guys. <laughs> we are going to put oh, you out there. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Don't sure. worry about it. It's all good. But Neil, that's really sweet of you to know. Adam, you do the sting at the end, man. Yeah. Synopsize. Do it. I'll just do his favor. Just, just say, um, what do you want him to say? Thanks for checking out the Horror Chronicles podcast and keep it creepy. <laughs> this is Adam Lee, one of the directors of hosts. Thanks for checking out the Horror Chronicles podcast. Keep it creepy. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. Hey, man, you guys are awesome. Uh, If you guys ever want to do anything else, man, just give us a call. Much love from the U.S. We love you guys, man. It was a great great movie. Love to Missouri, man. Fucking love it. (laughs) See you guys. Thanks, guys. See ya. Take care.